Welcome to Media Memoirs. This is our show from Frost Media, where we talk about the media that we've consumed in the last period of time. I've looked at our release dates, and it's roughly kind of quarterly that we do these. So maybe we should just make that official and say, welcome to your quarterly episode of Media Memoirs. But then we're setting ourselves up to then go like yeah, every like six we, months. If we, if we dedicate ourselves to that, yeah. we, will, we will not do it. <laughs> we will not do it. <laughs> it's just going to become a yearly podcast then. Yeah, yeah, once once a year, just like five hours long. We just talk about everything we've watched. Oh, it's, just a, it's just a happy little surprise for you whenever we decide to get together and do it. Exactly. That's true, that's true. Are you happy right now? You better be, because I'm Mr. Monday, and joining me, I have Invader Sam. Hello. Nazara Nation. She's the only one here. Oh, 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 you're doing it this way. Yeah, I'm doing it that way. Hello. Hello. I'm here. I've consumed some media and I'm ready to talk consumed about it. Consumed some media. And also, all of, of course, as always, we've got JMO with us. Yo, yo, yo. How's it going, guys? <laughs> Hold on a minute. <laughs> it's not how JMO talks at all. Hold uh, on. I guess James feels like an imposter. Say sleeping dogs. <laughs> That's how we'll know. Someone hold my beer. <laughs> Fleeting dogs. Nah, that's not Jamo. <laughs> that's not Jamo. <laughs> I can't do Jamo. So I try, but he just, you know, won't take my calls. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us instead of Jamo. Jamo is busy. Uh, he's doing some tennis. He's far things. too busy for us. Yeah, he's he's yeah, but we ha- we we found a replacement, and it's a uh, Greedo. It's Greedo. We went to the bargain bucket and see the fossil. <laughs> oh, I was right at the bottom. They're like next to the aliens from um, Toy Story. Just like nussles in there, <laughs> and you found me. You dragged me out, and here I there. am. You know, we've dragged you out. We dragged you out from the binary abyss, haven't we? we oh my God. I, am super ex- I am super excited to be here, guys. I feel like it started really well. I feel like we're we're kind of you know really hitting the ground we're running. Been. We are. We're um, oh, it always starts off like this, and then it just <laughs> yeah. dissolves from here. I feel like all the JMO diehards have already left the podcast. Which is yeah, really sad. <laughs> all oh. these people in their JMO t-shirts, right? They've fucking uh, slammed their coffee of sleeping dogs <laughs> against the wall. <laughs> what is this? Oh. Uh, I don't even know what that game is, but hey ho! <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, it's like a proper Frost Media meme that only I we want, care about. <laughs> I want a JMO t-shirt. I, oh, I, made, I, made, I made it. I made that t-shirt in that Sleeping Dogs art style. Do you not remember? No, I want a, a JMO one Just JMO. specifically. Just JMO. I've got an amazing view of them holding. A I just want JMO. I got a picture of 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 JMO holding GoldenEye cartridge Nintendo sixty four. Or I might be snares. I don't know. Just get it ironed onto a shirt. Yeah, on a bar. So and might like, be snares. He's like sponsored by Goldeneye. Boom! It's like that's a t-shirt right there. <laughs> that is a t-shirt. Ah, oh, so have you all been consuming m- media? We have. We have. <laughs> we have. I've been, I've been yeah. cramming, cramming big time for the show. I've been. Uh, I was up at four a.m. looking for the the deepest cuts on Apple TV. Oh, on Apple TV, that is deep. That's, that's rich people TV, well, that is. They've only got free shows, that's so right. it was pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Severance, Ted Lasso, and what's the other one? Oh, uh, What's that one that they did that big sci-fi epic? 
Fucking hell. Oh, it's, uh, it's, uh, oh four, my God. Four, four, oh, you can tell. I'm not saying or something like that. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's like, it's like oh, a big, uh, huge... Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Asimov. Uh, yeah, yeah. Asimov. Uh, Foundation. Uh, Foundation. Foundation. Yeah. Foundation. That's their three yeah. shows. Really famous fucking book. <laughs> That's their three shows. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, other than ragging on Apple TV for some reason, we're glad that you're here, and we hope you enjoy our memoirs. This is Media Memoirs. Media Memoirs. Media memoirs. Okay, so we're off the rails already. Okay, this is this is good to know. I'm 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 settling in. This is good to know. I told you. It's loose. It's so loose. Opening up his diary to like a couple of months in the way and scroll crossing out Frost Media Media Memoirs podcast in his diary. <laughs> okay, who wants to go first? I'll tell you who wants to go first. Oh. It's, our, it's, our, it's our new recruit. Oh, he's doing it. Here we go. Guido. Here he is. Okay, um, I'm going to go like something that's uber popular and everyone's talking about right now because um, I feel that's a good place to start and I can't believe that one of the three of you haven't, haven't watched this show. So uh, grab my hand come running up that hill and Kate Bush will be very thankful oh, yes. for the money oh that she's God. making right yes, now. She will. Kate Bush is in yeah. the money, really. She's jumped out of the bush yeah. and gone. Thank you very <laughs> much. Everywhere. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Stranger things. I'll take those streaming hits of my uh, biggest hit. Oh my God. If I check, if I check and be like, fucking hell, 50 quid. (laughs) (laughs) Man, who said there's not money in music? This is amazing. Um, I can tell you it's definitely not her favorite song anymore. Um, Yeah. It's it's certainly not mine. And she actually referenced that in the show. She actually says, she actually says later on, in I think the next episode, where she's constantly listening to the song going, what if this isn't my favorite song anymore? She does. Um, It's, It's happened. And and spoilers in the scene where she's running, playing the song, running up the hill. She's not actually running up a hill at all. There's no hill to be it's run more up. Like running down a hill. It's kind of yeah. It sort of felt like it was level ground. It felt fairly level, maybe down a little yeah. bit, but it certainly wasn't wasn't running. They missed up the a hill. trick there. She she was running <laughs> running for her life. I kind of feel like that counts as running. I, up, I running do up feel a hill. like that. Yeah, I feel like they could have placed a hill in there at some point. Anyway. Just a little one, like a little yeah. speed speed bump or something. So yeah. She's like, speed bump. In all fairness to her, the gravestone was slightly up a hill in relation to where Dustin and the rest of the guys were. She did. Yeah. She ran up a hill right at the beginning because she, she had, to, had to run up. There you go. Shut up. She, you know what we're talking about, James. She pre-hilled the running up the hill. <laughs> anyway, um, we're going to talk about strange things. Um, yes. Oh, shit. Yes. What do yep. I say about this show? Um, is it? Is it the... Duffel, Duffel Brothers, have I the said Duffer, that right? The Duffer. Duffer, sorry. Duffer? Yeah, it was Duffer. Duffer. Yeah. You made me... I thought that was Duffy. It's Duffer. <laughs> it's, it's Duffer. It's the Duffer Brothers. It is the Duffer yeah, Brothers. Duffer Brothers, yeah. Um, am I allowed to talk about spoilers? Can I talk about spoilers? I can't imagine that anyone hasn't watched Stranger Things by now. No. So, yeah. uh, and, if and you haven't, went... then major spoilers incoming. I mean, it the show hasn't sp- finished yet, so we're at well, the mid-season. Only up to episode seven. Only up to episode it's seven. It's the mid-season finale. We haven't got right eight now. or nine yet, obviously. 
Um, so no one knows. But by the time this show comes out, based on Will's dropping of timeline, <laughs> it's highly likely that you guys have watched. Because that's the 1st of July. 1st of July, we're going to get episode 8 and 9. So there's probably tracks that you're watching the last two episodes. Of which I believe the last episode is like two and two hour, two and a half hours. It was like an hour and 45 minutes, wasn't it? No, the last episode nine. Oh, episode nine, really? Oh, wow. It'll be two and a half hours or something. Jesus. Can they put it on the big... Can I go to the cinema and watch that, please? Is that a thing? (laughs) That would be so cool. That'd be nice. That would be cool. Seeing that scene again, I just want to watch that episode. Yeah, me too. Um, So I've made some notes. I've made some notes. It's getting professional now. So I've made some notes. Um, This show... this season for me is probably one of my favorite seasons of the four so far. I think for a couple of things, first of all, um, I'm not a massive controversial big fan of the upside down world side of stranger things. I really love the show because of the way they write the whole Goonies stand by me, um, sort of like gang of kids problem solving and kind of, Mm. you know, in the real world, in the real world as such um in hawkins and i think um they nailed that in this season and i absolutely adore dustin it's just such it's basically chunk and yeah. sort of like um who's who's the main who's the main guy out of uh out of goonies oh god i can't even think mike i think mike sorry yeah it, it is basically those two characters kind of wrapped up in in one um, I also love that his girlfriend appears in this show and she takes, she's talking about what the internet is. It's absolutely brilliant. It's the best <laughs> scene. I love it that she's talking and they're doing the dial up connection with the phone line. And it's really like, Oh yeah, this is going to be really big, you know, in the future, whatever. Anyway, um, go, what can I say about the show? So there's three def- separate storylines. Um, what I really enjoyed, uh, one of the storylines I really enjoyed is I just love Hopper. Just love Hopper. Yeah. I love Winona Ryder in this season. Oh, she's just she's, so good, isn't she? She's so great. She's come away from them writing her as if she's like crazy, like they were in yeah. season one and two, and made her a lot more kind of normal and, and kind of funny. And Murray. Oh, my God. Murray <laughs> and karate. It's just the greatest on the plane, the plane scene. Um, and I can't remember the name of the uh, the guy that he's fighting where he, uh, in like episode seven, I think. Or six. Is it Yuri? Yuri? Yuri, sorry, when he when he shaves his beard and pretends that he's... Murray's <laughs> yeah, just the great. Good. I just love that storyline. I love what they did with Hopper and the whole prison thing. Um, I really enjoyed that storyline. I was really, uh, really looking forward to get back to that. The one that I think is the least the one I'm engaged with the most is, is generally the 11 storyline. I don't, I don't really. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe because she is very, it's very much about, um, you know, the upside down world and that, and that, that part of it and, and what's going on with, uh, I keep saying Venkman, but that's, I'm thinking about <laughs> <the future. laughs> Back to, uh, not back to future. Uh, Ghostbusters. Sorry. Oh my god, I'm so, I'm rough at this, guys. I apologize. <laughs> it was, I was gonna have to edit the shit out of what I'm talking about. Um, oh, what's his name? Vetna? Is it Vetna? Vecna, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I just I'm all about just following the kids and them on their bikes and them kind of trying to work out what, what's going on. Yeah, um, I found Vecna a really weak villain. I mean, obviously he does like horrific things, but as like motivations go, I found him really weak to begin with. But then obviously, well, I don't know if we know his motivations yeah, yet fully. I, I, yeah, yeah. 
I just, I just, I just feel like he was very weak and kind of one-dimensional until that last episode. Yeah, where you no, kind I of discover yeah. what's going uh, on. Yeah, I found the see. What surprised me is 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 it's quite scary. It's quite it's quite a dark, scary. Oh my God, I wish they stopped fucking showing me these kids with their mouths open, fucking <laughs> fingers. In. Yeah, yeah, it's quite it's quite out there. I was really surprised at the first two episodes how dark they they had gone. I mean, maybe there's that whole theory of like the kids have grown up, the kids are all all uh, you know at that age now that they mm. that they feel like the audience has maybe grown with those kids and that they can be a bit more scary and a bit more kind of push push it out you say that though like if you think back to last season there were literally people getting disintegrated and turned into a meat monster (laughs) (laughs) that's that's less that's less terrifying than this shit this season do you think people getting literally yeah but that's just integrated and turned into integrated people get disintegrated on like star trek and star wars all the time right that's not Mm, it's just their faces that freaks them out Oh, and they're all long old fingers. <laughs> 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 One uh, classic. Um, yeah, that surprised me about how how all that gone, particularly with the uh, the the girl in the first episode of the girlfriend. You know, oh, uh, yeah. Jesus I, 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 I wasn't seeing that coming. That. I was like, wow, okay, um, <laughs> let's let's go. I really enjoyed Billy in the, in the last uh, in the last season. I did enjoy yeah. that storyline. But I mean, my and, and and I liked his kind of the kind of character that they painted of, of him. But I mean, when it comes to characters, uh, Jay Kerry, who plays uh, Stephen, oh my god, he's my man crush of twenty twenty, twenty nineteen to twenty twenty two. I don't I think I've Stephen. laughed. I don't think I've laughed as much at Dustin and Steve. Like, like they're just like an old married couple. <laughs> it's just like the funniest shit all oh, the time. Oh, so good. It's so, they're so great. I mean, with him and Robin in the last season with the whole ice cream parlor, was it Ahoy's? I can't remember what it was. Scoops Ahoy. Scoops. Scoops Ahoy, sorry. That was brilliant. That was brilliant. Mm. Um, But I just, yeah, I just love Stephen. He is my, when I go into... into Netflix, he's my icon. You know, when you when you log oh, in, he's your icon. Isn't he? Stephen is my icon. Uh, thing mine, is, mine is the boss baby. <laughs> oh <my God>. Nice, <laughs> nice. I was going like I was going at least going Netflix IP, right? Netflix, <laughs> like, come on. Boss, Netflix make Netflix make the boss baby animated TV show. Oh, do Jeez. they? Yeah. Okay, well, let it slide. Get wrecked. Who who are you? Who are you, Ben? I don't even know. I think I'm just oh, some like on, three eyed like alien or something. Choice. Three-eyed alien, <laughs> or like Sean? No, I was like, oh, I'm a Sean the sheep. Sean, Sean, like. the, sheep. Sean the sheep. It's definitely not an IP. <laughs> from... I think, um, yeah, just I just love the whole kid stuff. I love the D. The, one of my favorite scenes in the whole season is the D and D game that they're playing. Yeah, and the way that they I, forgive me, I can't remember the name of the character. Who's the guy that's on Eddie. the run? Is it Eddie? Eddie. Eddie. Um, yeah. yeah, it's Eddie. That that when he's like basically sort of playing the you know the. The, the master or the, the game dungeon master, master yeah dungeon that was master. a good scene wasn't it? um he it's just so great the the music the close-up the like the camera shots uh and selection of the cinematography in in um stranger things it's really great it's really cinematic they do a really good job um always done amazing with choosing music a really cho- musical choices had a really has had a really big impact on this show in um 
Like they've always got a song each season mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. everybody knows. Yep. And I tell you then who followed Sue or kind of like who maybe it's, you know, it was before actually is guardians. And I've just watched yeah. Miss, Ms. Marvel. Um, they do the same. Episode one. And the first, I know it's a Marvel property, um, but the first um, song that opened the show, um, I won't, I won't tell you what it is because it's literally just come out, but um Stranger Things do they just do an amazing job of really of of just where where they put the camera the the score and the musical choices make this show just excellent it's just nostalgia mm. all written all over it you feel like this is a show that came out 20 years ago and they've rebooted it mm-hmm. and they've like brought it back that's what it feels like it feels like it's not filmed in 2020 it feels like it's filmed in I think as well because like it's been like what 3 years since yeah. In season three, something, yeah, something crazy, yeah. isn't it? Oh like yeah. That. I mean, the thing that's shocking about this season is how how it's crazy how much they've sidelined Will's character. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that whole. I must admit, the the the, the storyline that I'm least enjoying is that group of Will, Jonathan, and I don't even know who else is with them. Who who else is even Mike? Part? And Mike, yeah. and Argyle, any of them. <laughs> Argyle, the pizza guy. Yeah, I like oh, I liked him. He's funny. He's funny. Yeah. To be honest, but... to be honest, I think I enjoy them all equally, and I always want to get back to all of them at the all same time. Together. Yeah. And I think that's really good how they kind of edit it so that you're never really too much, never never too wanting, but you're also also your appetite is also wet for the next meal of that of that storyline you know i didn't like that sentence mate did you know <laughs> that made me that made me uncomfortable <laughs> oh my god Ooh. who puts wet and meal in the line up? Well, you know wet, 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 wet like your appetite, is it? Nope. i do jokes. oh my god i feel i feel violated i've just <laughs> uh i'm gonna have to share after this i think um yeah i do know what you mean well, I do know what you mean. I do think that they um, they they do a really good job of splitting up the storylines. And, and when I get to the point where I'm like, oh, God, I'm really enjoying this Hopper stuff, it just pulls me away enough to go, right, oh, yeah, this is all about Steve and, and Dustin and the upside and how they're trying to get in. Um, that was really clever with how they did the whole light and how they're using light yeah. um, to kind of work out um, what's going on the upside and the upside down. Yeah, I just just love this show i love this show i can't believe we're in season four and it's still as great if not better than it was from season one that is no mean feat that's a tough yeah. bit of writing to kind of get to that that point i like the fact that we've come away from hawkins i like that it's not just all about that town and that it's a little bit more broader um than it was um and we're in another location because we're obviously in we're in russia right correct me if i'm wrong um anyway i've said too much but love it. What a show. Cannot wait for the last two episodes, which you've probably seen already. They're going to be amazing. You've not seen them already. Unless you listen to this after July 1st, obviously. Yes. But it won't be out then. It'll be out before that. I will ask you, uh, <laughs> I will ask all, all three of you, did you binge this or did you, how did you, go, how did you guys do Pretty it? Pretty much. Over two nights we, we watched it. Nice. Yeah. We Same. kind of did. Like... Will and I watched it together and it was kind of just as we had time. And then some nights I was like, no, we got to watch the next one. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a bingeable show because you really just want to know what happens. If this came out once a week, I don't know how I'd cope. I'd lose my mind. I have seen a lot of people saying, though, who have been arguing for them to do it for the final season. I'll kill them. Netflix, what, just this is your warning. To release oh, it once a week. weekly. Mm. It is an interesting choice that they decided that they would do this kind of part one, part two. Yeah. They'd give us seven episodes and then give us a month off, effectively, and then give us... Well, it's because it's not series. finished. It's- I know, I know, I heard. Yeah. So I was reading yeah. about it this morning, saying that they're it's crazy still... that it's not. They've not even finished that final episode. It's Why like the, it's got yeah, because it's got it's like the most expensive episode they've ever done. It's got the most CG that they've ever done in it, in any. It's got got more CG in it than like some some crazy thing like all of season one or all of the seasons combined or something like that. It's something mm, that is crazy. Wild. But yeah. It's yeah, I imagine they yet. will they will change to weekly because most streaming services now weekly. Disney Plus do it weekly, Paramount Plus do it weekly, Amazon HBO, Prime, HBO do it weekly, yeah. yeah, Amazon Prime as well do it weekly. So I imagine to keep their ailing subscriber base that they're uh, slowly losing from a bad of a string of bad decisions, they will make it weekly next season. I imagine you're right. God, I love a binge, though. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah I mean, there's nice nothing better than waking up for work the next day going, fuck, I should have gone to bed at 2 a.m. <laughs> really, that was my cutoff 2 a.m. I mean, maybe it was 1 a.m., but 2 a.m. was like cutoff. And then you actually went to bed at 4. And you're like, <laughs> oh, God. Why did I do that? But, man, you just, you know, in the moment, it's just the best. That's it. Nice. Stranger Things is your first thing. What is your second thing? Oh, am I rolling straight into it? Yeah, yeah, we do the whole thing. We go. Holy we macaroni. Oh, no. Would you believe it? Holy, well, I don't know what to say about this. Okay, so my second <laughs> thing is, um, I can't believe I'm going to say this because um, I've just talked about Stranger Things. But I'm talking about a TV show again. And it is my favourite, current favourite TV show. Bar none. I wonder what it is. Bar none. And I absolutely adore it. I love the character writing and everything. And it's not Obi-Wan. Oh, crazy. It is The Boys. Oh, you Do you case. guys watch The Boys? I don't. No, I've watched the, I've watched the first season a little bit. But, oh, my uh, God. I've heard that it's really good, though. Sam, have you watched it's The Boys? It's got a huge following. No, but I've heard about it. I've, I've wanted to kind of see if I would like it. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm going to have to pitch it now, aren't I? Damn it. Okay, so <laughs> the boys are in season three. Um, it's showing weekly. We're only on episode four. Um, it's based, I mean, if you don't know anything about the boys, it's Amazon Prime uh, show, which is based around superheroes, let's call it. Um, it's kind of Kill Bill meets Kick-Ass, I guess, is the way that kind of I. Um, oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell to the year. Um <laughs> The the character writing of of um, and, and the 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 acting in this show is just it's just it's just the best. I adore it. I adore it. Homelander, who plays uh, is played by Anthony Starr, um, is just so amazing in this show. He's um so he's the main um, superhero. Um, but he's also kind of, you know, he's not really a superhero at all. He's a supervillain. That's the way they they play the show. Obviously, to the public, he is a superhero. But to, you know, everyone else, he's the most menacing individual that you've ever met. And the way that they write it, write him and the way he's act, the acting that, that Anthony does 
it's just it's just so on the money it's so imagine having someone having the like being superman having all of the power all of the power that you could ever imagine you've got and being menacing and just terrorizing people with that power it's so unsettling it's so unsettling i watch i watch him and the way that his facial expressions the way the accent in the show and it just i just it freaks me out it's just it's a show it's, it's a show that i think about the most when i'm not watching it um and it's the show that i always think to myself christ when's that coming back when's that coming back <laughs> um three seasons in it's uh and they do this whole kind of it's basically like the anti-marvel anti-avengers kind of kind of show um um, and also the the people that sort of hunt them, which is uh, these kind of band of, of led by Butcher, um, who is uh, played by Carl Urban, I think his name was Urban. Yeah. yeah. Um, he is fantastic, super Australian. He's super fantastic in the show. Um, controversially, I actually think uh, I can never say his name right, but he's in Mandalorian as well. Um, who plays the director, Gennaro Espan. I can't remember his name. Giancarlo Esposito. Thank you so yeah. much. Man. I'm so glad you're here. I got you. I got you. Thank you so much. Thanks. Uh, he is better than this than he is in The Mandalorian. I prefer him in this 100 times percent more. I think that he uh, he dices with his death. Every time he speaks to Homelander, he's like the head of kind of the organization around the superheroes. Um, and you just think you know homeland is going to you think homeland is going to kill everybody in every scene it's so yeah. unsettling it's so no, I, unsettling I do, I do agree with that the first few episodes i've watched he really is a terrifying oh he's of... terrifying it's so yeah. terrifyingly fucking amazingly awesome i just love it so much <laughs> i'm so scared of this guy and i'm sitting at home thinking this isn't even real but i'm still <laughs> terrified um it's a graphic novel so the the if you've ever seen the graphic novel, um, which is really graphic with a capital G, right? The show has really lent into that. Amazon Prime, fair play to them, right? They This show is graphic as it gets, right? There is bodies exploding left, right and center, blood and guts all over. I mean, it is. They don't. They are not afraid to go anywhere, anywhere and everywhere. I'll tell you this one small scene at the beginning of episode one where this... I can't remember the name of this. Basically, it's Ant-Man, right? Imagine an Ant-Man um, in the show. And um, totally graphic, the show, right? So apologies if, if this is a bit too much for anyone to stomach. But this Ant-Man, basically, uh, I think it's homosexual. And he ends up having this, uh, getting it on with this guy. And he goes into, like, ant form, like, tiny, tiny form. Um, crawls up inside his willy, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know, I know. Like, crawls up inside the other guy's willy, right? And then um, he's in there, and you see that, well, they're showing you all inside, and everything's fucking weird. Jeez. And then he sneezes. He sneezes. And when he sneezes, he blows up to normal human size and then absolutely explodes the guy that he's inside. It's like, what am I seeing <laughs> oh right now? God. This is next-level oh crazy shit. Um <laughs> It's yeah, it's just it's just a uh, if you if you've got Amazon Prime, um, I'd recommend binging all three three seasons of this. Um, it's my favorite superhero show of all time. I went there. Crazy. He's only gone and bloody done it. He's only gone and said it. Everyone, take a shot. 
Oh God. Whew. I can't believe I said it. Um, not talking about film or property. I'm just talking about TV show. It's better than like, I wouldn't say Loki is a superhero thing. Is it really? I'm thinking of Marvel. Yeah. I mean, Smallville was pretty amazing when I was a kid. I love Smallville. So it's, well, yeah, it's a different take on the genre. That's uh, that's for sure. But yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it, guys. If you ever go, you've got Amazon Prime. Have you guys got Amazon yeah. Prime? Yeah, yeah. Why? What has made you no, not? I'm not watch sure. The show? I'm not, well, to be honest, it was the kind of uh, graphic nature. I mean, I'm not one for. Um, I'm not. I'm not one for watching sexy times on tv shows right? it makes them make uncomfortable. You feel a bit awkward mate it make makes them feel very uncomfortable you've never seen game of thrones well, i've seen i've seen i've seen game of thrones I've, oh I've come on seasons one to three of game of thrones one to three yeah, that's that's it. It. to be fair they're yeah. the best they are the best so. he doesn't like watching other people get it on i guess that's such a shame though <laughs> That's <laughs> such a shame. I know. I mean, I just, yeah, I mean, I enjoy the basic, like, I enjoy the storyline of it, and I enjoy, like, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd had enough when the fish dude, you know, wanted Starlight to suck him off at the beginning. I mean, I'd had oh, enough. talking about the deep. The deep. Yeah, I'd had enough then. I was like, well, oh, I don't know about this. But it's meant to be that, that that's the idea of the show, isn't it? It's meant yeah. to really go, um, like, the they're meant to sh- they're showing these superheroes in just like imagine if we lived in a world where you these people are imagine so corrupt in a world where and so man. like disgustingly horrible people it's kind of just leaning in leaning into that in a really graphic hard way and yeah. i think that's why i love the show so much because they're not willing to pull any punches it's very that's true that's true i probably i probably rather watch diabolical to be honest than i would the boys the animated version. Oh right, yeah. Did I watch yeah. that? I think I've seen some of that. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, that's my yeah. That that's just anyway. It's it's dropping uh, episode fives obviously next week and and uh, this season uh, is brilliant so far. It's just I'll, I'll, I'll trust your judgment on it. Yeah, I'll amazing. trust your judgment. Okay, and I've got there a surprise go. for you. I've got a surprise for you, which I forgot to tell you about. But at the end oh. of everyone's section, oh. we, we choose a we choose a song of the month to add to the playlist. Oh my god! <laughs> you can't just drop that on me, Will. That is a terrible, terrible thing to make. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to my song list for 2020. Uh, it's not Kate Bush, is it? No. Uh, we'll just go no, safe she... and go Kate Bush. <laughs> yeah, that would. Are you guys? Do you guys generally pick something that everybody knows, or do no. you? Let's go wherever you want. Whatever, whatever you've been listening to, like your wow, favorite song okay. of the month. Oh my god, that's impossible! It's like picking a child, as well knows. Um, <laughs> I am going to go. I'm going to see. I'm going to see a rock band on Thursday night. Um, I wanted to pick my Ken, but I'm not. I'm going to see seen, a rock band. Seen Keen as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had dinner with them recently. Don't ask. What you had dinner with? Can't just say don't ask. I had had dinner with Keen at a wedding. I was at a wedding and I had dinner with Keen. They were at my table. You're Um, lying to me right now. No, I'm not lying. I'm going to send you photos. I'm going to go up to stage next week. Do you you remember? You know this man. Remember him? To be fair, they'll be like, oh my god, that annoying guy from the wedding. Yeah, I remember that. Sport the whole wedding. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so I'm going to pick a band I'm going to see on Thursday night called The Fame. Um, F-A-I-M. Um, and the song is called Era, as in end of an era. Oh, fucking hell. I thought you said era. No, E-R-A. It's, uh, it is totally 
Well, my oxygen able... right now, that song. Nice. You'll be able to listen to that playlist on the Frost Media Music Picks playlist on Spotify and Apple Music. <laughs> Whoa! Top Gun, but I'm hoping someone else might mention Top Gun. It's okay. uh, you, might, that... you might be in luck. Woo! I hope nobody else talks about Top Gun. <laughs> yes! Oh my god, I feel already like I'm on the highway to the danger zone. I mean, I, I can whack one out if you need me to. <laughs> Because you know, while James yeah. got a high, you know, you can join. Yeah, me. that's right. We we can we can we can take his energy yeah. and fuel you with it. Yeah, refuel my engines. Whack on Kenny Loggins. Let's go <laughs> to the danger zone. Yeah, I only have one question: is that, song, is that song in the movie? Yes. Good. That's all I care about. It's Don't literally right at the start. Well, that's all right then. Yeah. Because they didn't, they didn't use it in any of the marketing material, so I was, I was wondering well, they, if they would. Uh, did, did they not? No, I don't think so. No, they, they, so. they used the theme, like the top well, yeah, theme. Well, yeah, the theme, but that's not the same, is it? Okay, well, I mean, <laughs> well, is, is there a more perfect sequel? I don't know if there is. There, I said Red, it. Uh, the Wrath of Khan. I said it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that, because I've not seen it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't say that lightly. Like I came out of watching Top Gun Maverick, thinking this that, that was that was perfect. Like that, I I couldn't have asked for any more from this film, and it was you can see why it took so freaking long, um, for them to make this because like Tom Tom Cruise came out and said like that he's had loads of like pictures over the years and he's just not found the right story for them to do. And like, it's been like what, 20, 30 years or whatever since, since the original. And it's just like, they, they couldn't have got it better, Like they seriously could not have. I just, I did, I was just laughing and, and smiling and, and just, I was just having the best time. That's like, like one of the best movie experiences I've had in a long, long time. It was ben, just everything that's coming out of your face hole. I'm loving. Yeah. If you if you listen really hard, I've noticed you can hear James's heavy breathing while he's talking. About <laughs> he's just <laughs> he's excited. He's excited. I, I'm shoving into overdrive. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I just I just like the aerial scenes, like the like the practical aerial scenes where the actors are actually in the cockpits. And there, you know, you can literally see Tom Cruise's face being pulled by the G forces of, like, some of the in like the training scenes and like this, this big like, um, there's this big scene sort of just before the final act where like, um, Tom Cruise literally he does this thing that he's been trying to teach his students to do, and like you can literally see like Tom Cruise in this cockpit, like literally like almost fighting for his life like in in real life like trying to stay conscious and like that you can it's just the most impressive practical um aerial see some of the most practical impressive practical se- aerial sequences in any film there we go that, got that sentence out it's just i do I, i'm with you i think that they do a great job of showing in like in the cockpit of from 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 you looking at the pilot 
to then you then changing your eyes yeah. eye line to their to their eyes and yeah. then almost blacking yeah. out and then passing out kind of as yeah. it as the camera sort of fades to kind of black. Yeah. They do a really good job of making you feel that sensation in that moment. Yeah. And um, it's like um because obviously, you know, they didn't actually fly the the jets, but they had to like uh direct themselves because they, you know, obviously they wouldn't be able to have a director in there with them so they had to set up their cameras and everything and obviously there's an actual pilot in front of them flying the plane but they're still going to be feeling all of the all of the things that they that you would be feeling all the g-force all of the just it's just it's just i i i can't get over just how good it was because for, for so many years now we've had all of these like reboots or like you know, um, sequels come out or reboots of, of of big franchises, and they've just not they've just not done the originals justice, and they've not really like hit the nail on the head with why the the first film was good or why the first films were good. And this film was just like a perfect mix of nostalgia and new. Like it didn't feel to me that like this was just a remake. Yes, there was a there were a lot of similarities, and they they recreated old scenes, like obviously that very first scene um, where it's like all the planes getting ready to take off, and then Danger Zone kicks in, or like the instead of the, the volleyball scene from the original, they did like a like a um, a football scene, American football scene. So there's all these like little nods to things, but it still felt like it was its own story and it was its own mission and i just i just think it was that perfect mix like when i went to see like jurassic world for instance that was like full-on they were just going for nostalgia like they were just like well mm. make a safe film yeah everyone's going to enjoy because of nostalgia or like force awakens it was very much right this is a nostalgia you know let's go for nostalgia let's recreate new hope and just put a few little you know yeah yeah tweaks on it but with this it definitely felt like they were like right we're gonna we're gonna acknowledge the old film but we're gonna make a fucking good new film and an incredible and just with all these incredible aerial scenes and it's just it and obviously it's got an incredible soundtrack other than danger zone there's 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 you know there's there's so much good music in here and i think the standout performance for me was probably miles teller yes um and everything was, you're saying right now is yeah he was amazing he was miles teller oh my god he was, he was brilliant. so great he was the standout for me i mean the thing the thing with tom cruise you know what you're getting with tom cruise tom cruise doesn't you don't go to a tom cruise film to watch whatever character he is you go to watch tom cruise you go to watch him be an action hero like that is what he does best and you know he does a typical an atypical tom cruise performance and that is not a bad thing but miles teller comes in and he plays um goose's son uh, from the original and he's just it, it, he's just brilliant um i really felt his pain his hate towards um maverick and i just i love that dynamic between the two and how the film ends and i just think he was a real standout. Jennifer Connelly as well, I thought was really great. I think her chemistry with Tom Cruise was was so believable as well. So, yeah, it's just that stuff in the bar when she rings the bell and yes, yeah, to, yeah, yes to um pay the you know drink for everyone and then they get into, she gets them chucked out. That that it's, was all. It's just it's just it was brilliant. All great. 
It's all great. It's all it was, fantastic. It was literally Great Balls of Fire. It really was. It really was. <laughs> and that, that that scene as well, the Great Balls of Fire scene on the piano and, you know, it's just... They do a good job. I tell you, I tell you, this, this, there's two things in recent times that remind me of of where they take cuts from the original property yeah. and yeah. they insert it, i.e. that Great Balls of Fire with, yeah. with, with obviously Goose. And they do that well with Karate Kid with Cobra Kai, mm-hmm. where they take some Cobra stuff from the original Karate Kids and they put it into, into Cobra Kai. They do that really well here yeah. in, in, in Top Gun. It was perfect. Um, yeah. Miles Teller is a great actor. I think he is going to really be something special in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, he is now, but in the future, he he is going to be a bit of a DiCaprio, right? Yeah. Um, I think potentially down the line. But um, I was disappointed. Ed Harris was. I thought he might be in it more than he was. It's a bit disappointing because I do love a bit of Ed Harris. Um, as, as such, so yeah. I thought he would be would be would be more. I mean, I he was only he, in it for like what the first. Yeah, I know, the, I know. Yeah, I tell you, he was really good. I can't remember the. Uh, is it uh, Glenn Powell was the name of the actor? It was oh, what was his name in the in? It's the cocky kid. Oh, basically. the cocky guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I cannot remember his, his name. Yeah. In, in um, the, I'm oh, sure. I'll, uh, I'll have to look yeah, for it. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was that sort of hangman. 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 Was yeah. His and he was basically like the equivalent of Iceman in in the original. Yeah. He was like your Iceman character, and yeah, actually, he was he was great. I actually really really enjoyed the scenes with Iceman. I think they were really Spoilers. really well done. Um, Spoilers, but but they were they were they were really well done, and I and I got really emotional in those scenes, like with him and Val Val Kilmer, and it was just like, oh god, this is this is this is just oh, I didn't realize this was going to hit me like this. So yeah, I, I I agree. I think that they and they hit that right on the money with what yeah. they needed to needed to yeah. do. I mean, I think there are a couple of things about this film that 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 I've really been pleased to see. First of all, is that it's going to cross a billion. It's going to yeah. do a billion yeah. uh, worldwide, which is great to see. Billion dollar movies that are not made by Marvel or Disney. Right? <laughs> yeah. You are right there. I is. will grant you that. Yeah. Yeah, that's great to see. First of all, the second thing is that Tom Cruise um, was very vocal about this film not going to streaming, mm-hmm. not coming out during the height of the pandemic, which would yep. have been what a year or so ago. Um, he sat on it. This film has been sat on. I mean, it was meant to come out right before the pan or right at the pandemic in in early 2020 or summer 2020. Um, he was right to sit on it because this, I say, has made a crap load of money. And I think that, um, yeah, just the whole, the whole, him believing that this is, this is, this is going to be one of his biggest films of all time. Isn't it already? Is it? I, I think it might I'm be. I'm sure I saw a, um, um, an article about it, that it was, certainly it beat something in terms of like his movie backlog or it's, yeah, I can't, I can't find it at the moment, but like, I'm sure that it's that it was like one of the most successful opening weekends of Tom Cruise's career or something like that. Yeah, you may be right. I think it's opening weekend. So Joseph Kalinsky, who's the director, um, who did Tron, he did Tron Legacy back in 2010. And he also did Oblivion, which I believe is also a Tom Cruise. Oh, film. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, Oblivion was good. Oblivion was good. Um you know, he's 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 getting a bit of a name for himself now. He's like, 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 like <laughs> he's as a director. Now, 
<laughs> no, no, as in he's starting to really like everything that he do does is pretty is pretty great. Um be interested true. to see what he's doing, what he does in the future. And he's quite young. I don't know how old he is. He's not he's not that old as a director. Mm. Um but yeah, and and the last thing I would say about this movie, which makes me very, very happy, is uh, I'm the film guy in my family or my friend circle. I'm the film I'm I'm the person that people want to talk to me about media, right? Memoirs. And um, <laughs> <laughs> the podcast. Um and I've had so many texts, I have so many texts and messages of people saying to me, first of all, they say the stupid thing, which is, Have you seen Top Gun? they're like uh yeah opening night and um and then they say oh my god that movie is just i'm just so great like everyone that i've spoke to about it um who and i'm talking about a lot of friends that don't really go to the cinema they go like maybe three times a year right yeah i've just been gushing over this film i do find that you do to really feel the impact of this movie you do have to have seen the original You do I have to have seen the original, watch it and it would be fine, and you'd still be, have a great action film. But yes, because they 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 harken back to it so much in the film from the from a story standpoint. I do think yeah. you need and enjoy the goose stuff, particularly yeah. the goose stuff, particularly. Yeah, they really dig into the goose stuff. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so, and, and it helps even more if you saw, if you, you know, that's of your era of 19, 1986, yeah. I think. if that's of your era, um, then this film hits even harder, really, as, as being that nostalgia. Um, I think Ghostbusters Afterlife did a decent job in some ways, but not as good as this. This is, this is, this is it. It's the perfect sequel. I th- I actually think it's I think I might much flawless. Now. I'm going, yeah. to Jurassic, I'm going to Jurassic Park tonight and I might ditch it off and go and Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Get ready for the nostalgia that one. Uh, Top Gun, yeah. Me and Sam saw like 10 minutes of it in front of um, Doctor Strange and uh, I was not impressed by it. But then I guess it's, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm Have just you seen the original? Have you seen no, the original? No, no, I haven't. Nope. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. Right there. Right, well... Um, See now, I, I don't know how things are not going to be things that me or Sam. No, <laughs> I don't know where this is going to go though with James because I'm obviously going to talk about something here. Obviously, and, something, and I just don't know where he's at with this. Not the thing, the, the thing. thing, the thing. Yeah, really, yeah. you're going there. I'm going there. Oh shit! Yes. Wait there. Let me just put my seatbelt on. I'm sitting down. This 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 potentially could be a me and JMO talking about cyberpunk sort of, <laughs> sort of situation. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. I do love Okay, no, I've got to talk about Obi-Wan because I've got, I've got some opinions. I've got some opinions. I've got some opinions. And I need to I need to get at out least, there. At least let him loose. I need to let him loose. I'm just gonna go there and just say, James, how, how do you enjoy the show? That was an uncomfortable long silence, wasn't it? Yep. <laughs> yes. You do. I do enjoy the show. Okay. Oh no, Ben hates it. Of, he fucking hates got, it. I got a lot of. I got a lot of. However, or buts. Yeah. Got I a lot think of that's where I'm and at, I, and I cannot lie. Oh, yeah. you finally know how it feels. Me watching Discovery, and you guys are feeling like this now. Oh, I'm not Discovery level. I'm not Discovery no. level. Did you enjoy, um, did you enjoy I, I, Boba Fett out of curiosity? 
it's the weakest of the three series so far, or yeah. three spin-offs that they've done, obviously yeah. Mandalorian and, and, and this yeah. and, and Boba Fett. And you love every every Star Wars fan would say that the Boba Fett is the weakest of the three. Yeah. Generally yeah. so far. Yeah. And the fact that it was basically a couple of episodes of Mandalorian in there. Yes. Kind exactly. of held and, 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 a Luke, and a Luke and a Luke yeah. episode. Yeah. Um Yeah, so now look. I was extremely excited for this. I was, you know, I've been waiting for this for ages. You know, that 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 first sort of murmurings of like an Obi-Wan movie way back when, um, you know, Disney had just bought the Star Wars license. You know, they were talking about doing an Obi-Wan movie and this idea of Obi-Wan and um, him dealing with the aftermath of episode three and you know him looking over looking after luke and all this stuff and it was just like oh yeah this is a this is a cool time period that they could that they could go to and see what he see what he was doing and how he you know because there's a few question marks as to what happened between episode 3 and episode 4 um and then the show and then obviously it turns into a show and then it took ages to come out and 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 so yeah I was super pumped I was super excited I was really you know it was great I, I loved the fact that they were bringing back Hayden Christensen and that, that, that obviously Ewan McGregor was coming back and reprising his role, obviously. Um, and that first episode drops and there's this really cool opening scene. And I was like, oh shit, they're doing this. They're going to this, to this. And yeah, the first episode I I enjoyed. I, I, I sort of enjoyed it. It was like a setup because obviously they they released the first couple of episodes just because of like, it was it was something to do with like because they had to delay it by two days. They're like, okay, have two. Episodes. Yeah, it was it was because of uh, it was because of Star Wars Celebration in yeah. Anaheim. Yeah, they wanted to show the audience a Star Wars Celebration that paid a lot to be there. They wanted to show them exclusive two ex- the two uh, first episodes exclusively at yeah. Celebration, and Celebration was the first day of Celebration was the same day it was meant to launch. Yeah, so they pushed it back by two days so that yeah. they would get exclusive viewing at yeah, Star Wars makes Celebration. Sense. That makes Which sense. If, if you don't know, it's a massive Star Wars convention. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, but yeah. So I just I don't know. The, at the end of each episode, I've just felt kind of flat, and I I was just quite surprised, especially after the third episode, because there's a lot of there's a lot of big stuff that happens in that third episode. And I just felt really flat afterwards. And I was like, this is weird. Like, am I, am I like the only one feeling this way? Like, and I saw online that obviously there's a lot of people enjoying it. And then there was, there's a lot of people that are really obviously hating on it for ridiculous reasons. Um, But there does seem to be this sort of, middle ground of fans who are, I think maybe most fans who are sort of maybe where I'm at, maybe enjoying it a bit more than I am, but where it's like, yeah, like there's some cool stuff in here, but I don't know. There's just, it, I don't know. This has been this weird feeling about it. It's just, it's just felt slightly off for me from that very first episode. There's this like chase scene in a forest. And, and I was oh, like, God. Oh, don't talk about that chase scene. That's I know. I was like, what is happening? You're like, like how are you not how are you not catching this this, oh my god we're running really slowly because because we can't catch this girl and And then oh she's done a little move there and oh how am i meant to get past this log this is so oh no a branch has hit my face (laughs) (laughs) it is 
really hammy. It's really yeah, really up, odd. It? And there's just been a lot of moments like that. There's been a lot of um, strange directional choices for me. A lot of the music has felt a bit off in certain places, especially in that big scene in episode three. And yeah, I mean, you've got me started. You've got me started. I'm, I'm going to be honest that third episode, I, I, I was sitting there watching it. And I was like, this feels like a fan film. Oh, I watch on YouTube. Oh God. I don't, I don't, oh God. That I, bad. I just, no, the same. I am enjoying it, but, but it, and it doesn't sound like it. I'm enjoying it. And it's it's on the knife edge for me. I, I'm, I'm obviously going to wait until these last two episodes because these last two episodes could be huge and it could really swing it for me. Um, yeah, yeah. This this is a show, Ben, where I think – I'm just going to keep saying Ben because I like the fact that you're, you're named after the show. Um, <laughs> the um, uh, This is a show that I would like to have binged. I'd like to have watched yeah, the whole thing. Same, it feels same. like it's a one thing, show, yeah. like one story that's just been yeah. broken up, and uh, which is obviously how it works for TV. <laughs> and um, if you've never watched TV before, um, <laughs> it, it just feels, yeah, like like, like yeah, I need that's the whole. So true. It, it's going to be one of those things where the the um, oh, it, it, how do I say this? The total show is better than the sum of its parts. Yeah. Especially, I, I think, think, especially this last episode, um, when we've been re- recording this, it was episode four a couple of days ago, and it was just a filler, which was just so surprising because it, it, it really did not advance the story at all. We were, we've literally come back to a point where, where we were at after episode two. And it's just like, what, yeah, yeah, what yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's the weekly, the weekly release that is adding yeah. to your frustration. Yeah. Because maybe, I do maybe. feel like filling yeah. episodes a bit easier when you're binge watching something. Yeah. I, know, I, know. I think, I think uh, it's just, it's just this weird, I don't know. And obviously like they haven't been super long episodes either. There's been like 35 minute episodes and it's just, yeah, there's been a lot of instances of like perfect timing moments as well, which, which really, gets me like oh no we're on the brink of something bad happening but obviously someone's going to come in and save the day or something's going to get in the way of this especially as we know (laughs) that some of these characters we know their fate so there's not really any yeah yeah i mean not really any stakes there's no actual danger because we know that obi-wan's fine we know that another character is fine and another you know so, I know what you mean, but that oh god, I've got too much to say. Yeah, you've, it's you've just lit, you've lit the spark in me. Yeah. I mean, my, so my so so my standpoint is, I would say, is that I adore Star Wars, right? Okay, and drilling. I enjoy drilling. Sorry, no, that's like a, a remote outside. Yeah. I can see it on. Yeah. I can see it on the thing. Um, yeah, I adore Star Wars. Star Wars um, has shaped who I am as a human being. It has a profound impact on my life from when I was, well, I was two years old when it came out. Obviously I didn't see it then because I was two, but certainly being sort of eight or nine uh, back in the very early eighties, um, this really impacted um, this set of free films, the original trilogy impacted um, really my 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 friend circle my uh, certainly the relationship with my brother my older brother um my trip my my love of america my trips to america i went to, i went to opening nights in new york for the phantom menace 
um, I saved everything I could to get there because wow. the film opened three months in America before it yeah. opened in Europe uh, back then when we lived in a different world. And um, <laughs> so Star Wars for me is like, you know, it's a way of, it's a way of life. It sounds super gay. Um, it was, <laughs> um, and I guess, that, I guess as I've lived through my Star Wars life, um, there's a couple of things that, that I feel about it. First of all is, it was never meant to be TV shows for me. It was never meant. George Lucas talked about TV shows before he even sold it to Disney. He talked about a High Republic or an Old Republic TV show a long, long time ago when really the CG and the the, mm. the, the world that we lived in from a um, technical point of view couldn't really deliver what he wanted. Um, although he did give it a good stab with the <laughs> yeah. prequels. Um, and... Um, you know, so it was never really meant to be a TV show. And what's insane about the world of Star Wars now is it's not a film franchise. It's now a TV show. Mm. We went through Celebration, which is the massive uh, Star Wars event to talk about what's coming in the next two to three years. No movies. Barely a mention of a film. No nothing. movies. Yep. Nothing at all. Some ideas that will probably be you know um talked about and then thrown out and yeah. there'll be another three new films that will be talked about the big thing director. was was going to be the the ryan johnson films wasn't it he was going to oh, yeah he, yeah yeah and everyone hated uh, and, the last jedi so and then yeah. that's just gone on hold well, and... kevin feige was also going to yeah. write and going to be a part yeah. of one and then there's there was patty jenkins who did uh wonder woman yeah she she had um a film i can't remember what it was called something isn't, Starfighters. Isn't Taika Waititi writing one at the moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's meant to be. Um, but don't get me wrong. I, 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 I genuinely think that The Mandalorian is the best thing that yes. Disney has done with the Star Wars license since they got it. Agreed. We and can I, all agree on that. Yeah. Everyone listening to this podcast can agree on, on that, definitely. But maybe now, I don't know, maybe they've just, they, I think they just put their but, off the gas a little big, bit with it. The big but about the that, TV, I mean. <laughs> the big part about that is you're bringing a brand new character in we'd never heard of the mandalorian before the mm -hmm. mandalorian show came along mm -hmm. you're building it so i mean uh, not bringing its own world because there's lots of stuff on tatooine and all that shit a lot of fan service and stuff in it but when you start <laughs> dabbling and start playing with boba fett and you start going into mm -hmm. obi-wan kenobi of which we know this yeah. is the problem about yeah. the stakes yeah. this is why i struggle with the prequels I knew what happened to uh, to Anakin. We know what 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 happens to the twins, Luke and Leia. You know, so it's it's really I find it really difficult to get those stakes and that invested uh, with Obi Wan because of this very same same yeah. reason. Yeah, I find it just jarring. I'm sitting there watching my small screen TV at home and I'm seeing Darth Vader, Darth Vader much, yeah. much yeah. like I did. Uh, I don't know, so true. Uh, Jabba the Hutt in 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 boba fett and much like i did um oh god boba fett in in or luke should i say luke, luke at the end of episode season two of mandalorian season two yeah um it's jarring i'm sitting there going oh my god i don't should know I, if i'm having palpitations on the big screen yeah, yeah i don't know if i'm having palpitations because yeah. this is amazing or it's like what are you doing why are you doing this what what is happening right now <laughs> you're you're literally rewriting mm. to a degree some of the characters that have been my life right so I find it really hard to kind of, I'm just uber critical. I'm uber critical of every, and the Vader stuff I've, I've struggled with personally. Yeah. 
I found it very difficult. I thought the other day he was going to start running. I was like, don't run. No, baby, do doesn't run. Don't make him run. I think you're going to make him run. Um, I just found, I found, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I was shocked to see what they did with Leia, that they yeah. were going to go down like we're, we're taking Princess Leia, age 10, and the story's going to be about how we kind of basically do a Grogu story, but we're doing it with Princess yeah. Leia. Um and and she's going to get kidnapped and all this stuff and, and I was just like bloody hell this is where they're going they've cast a ten year old Princess Leia wow mm-hmm. wow that's and awesome. she's great by the she's way she's great she's great it's just yeah it's very don't really I, sh- I don't play Star Wars computer games I am the Star Wars, I don't know, I'm more about Star Wars don't play Star Wars computer games I don't watch uh, I don't read any of the books and I don't watch any animated really I don't watch Bad Batch I don't really watch any Rebels or, or um, Clone Wars or Clone Wars sorry the biggest one sorry Clone Wars so I struggle when, he, when you're bringing the Grand Inquisitor in and you're bringing the third sister in which the second sister is from one of the games I think Fallen Order um, yeah. that stuff doesn't necessarily land on me I know what uh, you know of them yeah, I know of them. I don't know what Favreau and and Dave Filoni is trying to do and and everything. I get I get it of them trying to do. They're trying to do Marvel basically. Marvel basically. Kevin Feige has gone to Catherine Kennedy um, and said, "Look what we're doing. Look over here. Right. Look at the look at the Marvel money. Look at what we've built. Mm-hmm. Look at the whole Avengers and the whole Infinity Saga." you could kind of do that too and you can do it on tv and we can do it in films and and that's that's what they're trying to do they're now trying to weave this tapestry of the past and the future and trying to like mesh it all together and and, i don't know i just don't know if it works it's time I, i genuinely think it's time for them to move on to this high republic stuff new yeah, stories yeah, new stories yeah. new characters like you said that's why the mandalorian was so good was because it was a new character and new story okay yeah there were some familiar things but it was all new so i think they just need to whether it's with the movies or whether it's with the tv shows get onto this high republic stuff or yeah. post rise of skywalker stuff and just go with that now because new characters whole new yeah. Yeah. new approach really yeah. um it's got star wars in the name and that's kind yeah. of you, yeah. You, yeah they do need to they do need to do that really because i feel like um as a star wars fan if they then give me another show which is um based on a <laughs> beloved character like, people I feel have been like... saying people have been saying like oh we should get a darth vader show it's like the Darth Vader show is episode one to six of the films. <laughs> like, that's his show. That's his. That is the whole story is about Darth yeah. Vader. It's um, like, we need to move on now. We need to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, they've been doing, they're doing this thing where Avery sees, and which worries me about this season, this season of Obi-Wan. And they've just yeah. bring it a second, ep- a second season, which they said they weren't going to do. It was going to be like a mini series one off, but it looks like we're going to get. Have they actually one. greenlit it? I believe. I, believe, I saw well, rumours that they were going. They were thinking about it, but I'm not believe sure. Believe that they maybe they haven't, but I believe they have. Maybe I'm. Um, I know you and McGregor has talked about it, but um, what they're doing, which would be interesting coming out of this season, is basically they're doing this this thing. It's 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 everyone knows they're doing it, which is an, it annoys the shit out of me. But this is what's happening. We're going to do a season of something, and then we're going to put a character in it, like a Soka. Right, we're going to put a Soka. Yeah. And then, guess what? There's going to be an Ahsoka show. 
right? And then we're going to put in Boba Fett into Mandalorian. Guess what? Boba Fett show. Boba Fett show. So I'm looking at this show going, okay, what, you know. It's probably the the Grievous are going to be be a third sister Grievous show. So I I don't really appreciate it like that. It feels like I'm getting an offshoot from an offshoot from an offshoot from an offshoot every time. And it needs to be original content, you know, like the Mandalorian. Um, But yeah, Mm, I'm I'm enjoying it. I don't think it's the best thing ever. I think it's disappointing in relation to what we expected. Yeah, yeah. Um, I expected a lot and I don't know why. Because... Uh, I, think, I think when you have one of your favorite characters from a from a from a from a series, whatever the series might be, and they're you know supposed to be the main focus, I think I think it's natural to be. I'm, to I'm be starting exposed. to think as well that maybe the movie was the right way to go. I think the movie was the right yeah. way. I think you're right. I think the thing that I just struggle with. This is my bit. This is the bit about the show. This is it in a nutshell. Are you ready? I'm do so Austin, just do the Austin Powers thing when you're in a nutshell. The Austin. This is what I find watching a Star Wars show particularly a show like this is I sit there and I know the law, I know the history and I know these characters inside out and upside down. Right. And everything that happens in the show, I am um, looking at that character. Now this is a, obviously a prequel um, to the original star Wars films. Right. And I'm saying, um, where does that fit in the timeline? Mm-hmm. Where does that fit on the authenticity of that character? Where does that fit regarding this happening? And, and, and I find myself not enjoying the show, but what I'm all, what I'm almost doing is I'm almost trying to catch them out. I'm almost trying to go, well, <laughs> wait there, wait there, wait there, wait there. Oh, hold wait. on a minute. Ben, hold on a second. Ben Kenobi is in the fire being dragged around by Anakin because he's like, I've got the higher ground. And he's like, no, I'm going to burn you too because you burned me, you bastard, and chopped my legs off. So I'm going to burn you. But I'm not going to burn your face because I can't burn your face. Because if I burn your face, we won't see that in A New Hope. So I'm just going to conveniently burn your arm. Yeah, it's all very convenient. Your arm. I'm just going to do that because, you know, no one sees that when I'm in a cloak and I'm walking around Tatooine, you know, in, in whatever, you know, 40 years ago, but in the future, whatever it is. Like, it's all, I find myself doing that. I do that a lot. I'm like looking at, looking at Leia going, oh. Well, that's interesting. Leia's in green. It looks like the poncho outfit that she wears on Endor. Or, oh, wow, she's in this kind of like pinky sort of red outfit. That looks like a a Bespin outfit from Cloud City. And I just just watched the show and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you guys. Here we go. (laughs) You're going to fuck up. You're going to fuck up. Um, And that just takes me away from the show. Maybe this just me. Maybe I'm just too invested. I'm too invested. And that's why they need to do new stories. I know how you feel feel when it comes to looking to catch them out. Not that I would ever do such a thing. (laughs) No, I know. But that that is a part of the show. And and some of it is disbelief of me going like, wow, they bought Luke and Leia in age 10. Um, And they're, you know, this is, wow. I mean, I'm not going to go too much into this either because obviously it's a whole other topic. But like, this happened when the Last Jedi came out. Yeah, everyone had their ideas about what they wanted Snoke to be and what they wanted Ray to be and what they wanted this, that, and the other. So when you have stuff like this and the characters, and because even with the sequel trilogy, it was like you know everyone had their idea of who Ray was. Oh, she's Ben Kenobi's. She's Obi-Wan Kenobi's daughter, or she's Palpatine's daughter, or she's this, or she's that, or she's Luke's. And it's just like, no, we just need to get the fuck away from these original trilogy characters now and all of this prequel stuff and everything. We just need to get away from it. 
Just get away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's one, just make a one nice thing I will say, new One thing I will quickly story. throw on the fire for that, just quickly say, is that in those sequel trilogies from Disney, the second one was being was written and done before the the writer mm-hmm. of the uh, the second one, yep. uh, Ryan Johnson, wrote that film before he'd even seen. Yep. The Force Awakens. Exactly. It was a mess. What the hell? There's no there's story. No, the fact there was no overarching story was just. No, between the three. And then JJ comes back and he probably doesn't even know what's going on in the last year. It was an absolute mess. At least in these TV shows, at least you've there's got. Continuity. You've yeah. got continuity and they are following like some sort of. You know, it's the same people that are, that, that are kind of, you know, are, you know writing them and that are involved um which is which is great to see because i think that that there definitely should be films from from dave filoni and oh yeah those two have like saved star wars yeah right basically yeah and they they're involved in all three shows so far um and they're doing they are doing a decent job of kind of welding it all together a bit like a as i said um you know marvel but Guys, I've got yeah. to shut you down on Star Wars. But look, so. look, yeah, I was, no, I, was I know it's fine. 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 You should, we'll see, you should we'll shut see, us down. We'll see how they do with these last two episodes. Like I said, they could be big. They could be they could really be amazing. And I'd be like, right, you know what? They saved the show, and it's they could be big. But spoilers, it's all going to end on a Death Star, of which Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi does this spin, <laughs> and uh, Vader starts treading on his uh, on his cloak when he disappears, and Luke goes. <laughs> spoilers but that's the way this is going to end yeah. don't know if anyone knew that but that's what's yeah. happening <laughs> anyway yeah so we'll see we will see i am enjoying it in a certain respect but i have a lot of issues with the show i'm with you ben yep cool what's your song for the for the playlist i mean i've got to pick danger zone oh it's danger zone i mean it's got to be isn't it danger zone it feels like 10 years danger ago since zone. you're talking about fucking top yeah <laughs> I didn't want to talk about Obi Wan because no. I knew it would be an hour, an extra hour yeah, in the show. Yeah. But especially if Amo was here, I mean, my, I, oh I, I, my I'll definitely. Um, we just have to leave. Can... We just have to leave you guys. Ben, it would be, it would be oh, safe to be, to be going into the public domain. Ben, I'm super excited. The fact that I had four things on my list and the two I talked about, ah, and then the two, the other two I had, you've just it was meant to be, wasn't it? Park. Uh, it was meant to be. <laughs> what a legend. <laughs> Okay, so Sam, it's you. It me. It it you. You've it had me? so much time for, to prepare for this, Sam. <laughs> this is going to be good. This is going to be good. Okay, I I have several things written down to talk about, so I guess I got to pick two. Got to pick them. Okay, I'm going to start with the game. I don't know if you guys have played this, but it's out on Game Pass. And I, you guys probably haven't because I love cozy games, but <laughs> it's unpacking. I don't know if anyone. Oh no, I know this. It. I know what this is. Yeah, it is. It's such a good game. Like I love little cozy games that you just can play and not have to think about. And it's got really good music. Basically, like the whole thing with the game is you're unpacking. <laughs> like it's literally what it is, isn't it? You're just yeah. unpacking boxes <laughs> in someone's house. Mm-hmm. But it's like based around the same character and throughout the years of moves and stuff, you get to see basically their life through the things that they have. 
and where where you can't place things. <clears throat> I play um, this a little bit, and uh, I was finding myself frustrated with the uh, constraints that I couldn't just put like the toilet plunger underneath my pillow, for example. Like <laughs> <laughs> obviously can't, where it lives. Why right. can't I just put it anywhere? <laughs> Um, which is strange because that's where everyone keeps their toilet plunger, right? <laughs> just in case there's a robber. But, but I mean, that's really clever though, because like, um, at one point, the character moves in with um, their significant other, and like, there's no room for you to put your stuff. There's no room for you to put the character's diploma up on the wall from college, like. There's like you can't place it anywhere, so you have to put it under the bed or hide it away in a closet or something. And I think that's really like I don't know. It's kind of like I can't think of the word. Real life, true. <laughs> yeah, like it really got me because like I moved a lot when I was a kid, and like I know how that feels whenever you move in with someone and there's like r- not really any room for you, and you kind of feel like you don't belong. And um But yeah, so you can't put the diploma up on the wall, so you have to hide it away. And then, like, they break up, so she moves back home. And then there's, like, a little corkboard where she can put pictures and stuff. And the picture of them, you can't hang it up. You have to put it, like, away in a closet so she doesn't have to look at it. Like, each time you move, too, you notice that some things have been collected from previous places, like from friends or roommates or just anybody that they've lived with like things that aren't yours you find in your stuff (laughs) (laughs) but the music's really calming it's just a really cozy sweet little game graphics are just like what you're playing this on what what system um i've been playing it on my pc on your pc wow old school it's not old school. <laughs> old school. Oh, it's not a console. Give you old school. No. But it is on Game Pass, so I'm sure you could play it on Xbox or whatever. So So the narrative is that you're moving through this person's life at different yes. times. Yes, and like the things that the person has and um the different places you move into, it just kinda like you can read the person's story through the things that they have. And even, like, the developers of the game said that, like, they got the idea when um, their significant other had moved in with them and they were unpacking their things and just realizing that the things that you have kind of are who you are, things that you own. They kind of tell a story of who are you. Oh, that's why I'm Star Wars. I get it now. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so much Star Wars shit. You're just Star Wars and Lego, yeah. man. Yeah, have you seen Will's Room? <laughs> I I have. It's very disturbing. <laughs> I've been in there with it, and it's, it's with it. It's, it's it's overwhelming. It's overwhelmingly beautiful. I think it's cozy. Experience. I think yeah, it's, it's cozy, cozy in there. It's cozy in here. It's. Cool. I mean, it's less depressing than it was when we first met. So. <laughs> yeah. That's true. But it is a cute game. I just um, I'm not good at puzzles, so it's kind of like a puzzle it's trying not to very figure good out. At games, are you, mate? Let's just be honest. No, let's be honest. I really don't. I don't it. I'm not good. No. I'm I like organizing good. though, and it. I just I love it. I played it twice now. See, I didn't realize that it was it was as deep as that. Like it that is. there was this whole story thing behind it. I literally remember I saw people playing this and just thinking like it was just a a fun, quirky little like. Um, 
blow off some steam sort of like just organize some stuff and 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 it's a cute little organization game i didn't realize it was like this whole story thing that that's cool no it has a happy ending though if it makes you feel any better the person in, in the end ends up happy <laughs> it's got it's really, it's got it's really, really good sweet. reviews it's got really good reviews on metacritic it's really up there yeah, I think people like a game where they can just kind of unwind. I mean, that's why we build yeah. Lego to just kind of turn the old brain off, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's Piece that's it. like my my cozy game, and I I just love it so much. Like the music, and you can interact with different things in the game too. Like you can turn um, turn the radio on, and it's it's really nostalgic too because you see some like I saw some things like from my childhood that I remember. Like the person had a GameCube, they had like a what a system yeah oh my god thank you started on gamecube did you have the purple one or did you have a different edition i had the purple one yes classic i miss it so much tell me about it dane i love that machine the only thing i really remember playing on gamecube was the star fox game and you could play multiplayer and you could like get into your ship all the time to escape and i remember that was that was great i love wave my favorite game the legend of zelda Wind Waker and oh my god, Wind Waker. I wish that I wish <laughs> Nintendo would like bring it to the Switch, like please. I'm begging. Well, there's been rumors for ages. I mean, we just had the we just had the Zelda anniversary, right? Like, was it last year or the year before? Zelda I can't remember. It was quite recent, wasn't it? Yeah, it was last year. I think it was like the birthday last year, and everyone expected it, and instead we got some weird remake. Yeah, that's Nintendo. Um, that's <laughs> yeah. the best one, in my opinion. Like that that game, I played so many times. Played it all the way through, and sometimes just sail around on your little boat, friend. You know, the cell shading, the cell shading in that game is jaw dropping. I remember when that came out, and I'm thinking, what? What are they doing? So what's all yeah. these graphics? And I tell you, it is, it is adorable that game is adorable yeah um yeah they they need to make a sequel to that that would be yeah they need that need that on switch big time yeah sorry i got off on a tangent there but yeah there's <laughs> it's it's a really sweet game i really like it i love indie indie games anyway like i don't i don't know i find a cute little game and i'm like oh i might as well give yeah. it a chance because someone Pass put a lot good of for this as well yeah for these sort of games like Someone put a lot of work into it, and even though it doesn't have like the best graphics, I didn't know what to expect going in. But then I was like, "This game is making me feel stuff and making me sad." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So you guys should play it if you ever just want to chill out and put a toilet plunger under a pillow. Yeah. yeah or not. There's well, different you achievements you can get Did you not to. Listen to me? Fuck's sake! Like I put the. <laughs> The person had like a hair straightener, and I put it in the sink, and you get an achievement for that because obviously you shouldn't put electronics in the sink. Well, I was going to say, like, is there much? Does it feel like there are lots of options, or does it feel very like you do have to sort of put these in either hit like one or two places? No, I feel. I mean, I've played it twice, and I've rearranged stuff different ways. And yeah, cool. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's replayable, and I, 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 I can. I have to just sit and play it through the whole way though, and. Lose, how long like, how long hours. is it the game how long i think Stop. average is like five hours but my second playthrough i was just like clicking boxes open and just like shoving stuff everywhere so it was like probably three hours <laughs> <laughs> okay it's, it's, it's free on game pass james so you, yeah you, you could, well i mean you, you, you i don't have free in inverted commas 
Like I'm a P- I'm, I'm a PS5. I'm a I'm a PS5. I don't I don't have an Xbox. He's a PS5. Everyone has finally PS3. revealed his gender to us. <laughs> I I am. I am gender. Uh, I used to be gender neutral, um, but I picked <laughs> a side. I picked a side, and um, I went PS5 controversially. That's getting cut out. I know. Yeah, it is controversial. I, I don't know why I did that. I don't know why I stoked it. Why did I stoke no, it? No, I think it's because I have always been Xbox. I've always been Microsoft. And I've never played any of the Sony games. I mean, I have PS1. Everyone had a PS1. Mm. I have a PS5 if I could afford it. And if they were available all the time. Yeah, um, I'd get it. I grew up playing PlayStations. Oh really? I'm, I'm yeah. the, well, I grew up on Nintendo, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Sega. Sega. And um, no, that's not the so sound. I'm... That's not the sound. The sound's bomb, bomb, bomb. Now, oh, depressing. Oh, depressing. Oh, bring back Sega. Um, Did you ever have oh, a Dreamcast? Oh yes, I had a Dreamcast. Oh, I, I love, love that the Dreamcast. I love the little um, window thing that you had on your controller and everything. That was really ahead of its time. Yeah. That went on the internet. I'm going back to Stranger Things. <laughs> Went on the internet. Um, so I was like, I, I've heard so amazing things about Uncharted. I've heard amazing things about anything from Naughty Dog, uh, Insomniac, etc. So I was like, I'm going to get a PS5. So yeah, and you play it all the time. I'm I sure. never play it. <laughs> I never, never play it. I am going to change that. That's my goal of the second half of this year. Is I'm going to change my gaming. I don't know why I'm telling this to anyone. This is not interesting to the podcast, but <laughs> yeah. I, I, I basically, bought, you know, you know, when you, you know, when you'll do this, everyone does this, right? You buy a new console machine, which is amazing, mm-hmm. right? You get on the hype train. You're like, oh my God, day one, day one. You're uh, a sucker for the hype. You really are. Yeah, I love, I love it. Day <laughs> one. And, um, and, and you buy your, you get your console machine and then, and then what you do over the coming years is you build a pile of shame. <laughs> right that pile. We, all, we all build piles of shame and they're even worse if your piles of shame are still in shrink wrap right oh, <laughs> it's the worst it's the worst it is i've got about six games on the switch that are still in shrink wrap oh. and i've got probably about five that i've unwrapped and never put into the switch so i said to myself <laughs> i'm buying the ps5 and i'm gonna buy one game i'm gonna complete that game and then I'm going to move on to the next one, and my piles of shame have gone. But problem is, is I do, bought PS5 have... <laughs> uh, like day of launch, which is now uh, 18 months ago, longer maybe, 20 months ago, mm. and I've still only got that one game. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not unpacking, by the way, just so everyone knows. <laughs> I'm the it same way. Do, do you have ADHD, perhaps? Probably. That's my problem. That's my problem. I, I'll buy games and then I'll play like for 15 minutes and be like, oh, I really want to play this game. I've played like 20 times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like what What you mean? Like Zelda? Yeah. <laughs> so nostalgic. Anyway. uh, I really want to talk about these two other things. Okay. I'll talk about one and then I'll give an honorable mention to the other because I haven't played it that long. Okay. So my next thing is the Bob's Burgers movie. Yes. I don't know I actually, if you guys watch uh, Bob's Burgers, but I have been a longtime fan. I've seen like every episode multiple times. Um, the movie made me cry. Everything does. But <laughs> <laughs> I went to the 
I went to see it at the theater here by my apartment by myself. There was like two other people in the theater because everyone was there to see Top Gun. <laughs> but it's such a good movie. Like, oh my gosh. Like, you have to be a fan and you have to have seen a lot of episodes, I think, to really like get it, mm. to get some of the references and characters and things that go on in the movie. But I really like how it's like a typical Belcher family hijinks. Like there's something nuts going on because there always is. And <clears throat> it was really emotional though. Cause like you get to learn like something that you've always wondered about. You guys don't even watch Bob's Burgers, do you? Yeah, now you have feels talking about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't even know. I didn't. I saw this at the cin- I haven't seen this, but I saw that it was opening, and I didn't. I hadn't heard of it. I was even more shocked to find out it's been a TV show for like yes, a decade. I was going to say it's a huge <laughs> show. Yeah, um, I'd never even heard of it at all. I don't know where. Where is it? Is it on Sky or or what? what what's what's? Uh, so in the UK, it's on I Disney so. Plus. Oh yeah. Is it? Oh, it's Fox. It's Fox. Yeah, yeah. it's Fox. Yeah. Um, it's on Hulu for me. I'm not sure. Oh, is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just it's it's one of those. I don't know those animated shows. For me, like slip. Just I don't know. I think I watched South Park growing up. Well, I wasn't growing up. I was a great man by then. But I watched <laughs> South Park, and then that was kind of my animated. I never really got into. There's loads. Uh, this reminds me of other shows. What's the other show? There's a there's a guy there's a guy with a horse's head. There's another Bojack one Horseman. about. I love yeah. that show. There's another one about a family. There's like Futurama. There's another one like about a family. The Simpsons. <laughs> family Guy. <laughs> that, maybe that's Dad. it. Maybe that it's all those kind of things. They fall American under the same umbrella, it. so it doesn't really doesn't really come on my radar. Which is maybe. Well, really this one's very similar. Doesn't. Yeah, it's different. Okay. Give me, give me a Bob's Burgers pitch because I do like burgers, and and if I had to buy one for Bob, <laughs> I'd be quite happy. Okay. All right. I'm gonna learn you guys today about Bob's Burgers. <laughs> I'm taking Basically, notes, okay. like this family. Okay, it's Bob, Bob Belcher, and his his family, his wife Linda, Jean, Louise, and Tina, his kids. And he owns so this fast. burger restaurant, and they're like trying to save the restaurant. You know, trying to make enough money to keep it going. And Bob has a dream of this being a really successful burger restaurant because he has so many like crazy ideas for burgers every day. It's a different burger of the day. And they're really punny. Cause like, <laughs> it's usually like a take on a song title, like baby, you can chive my car or something. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> and it always cracks me up. Um, but every episode is just something going on with their kids or with the restaurant or something in, um, their town that they live in. Yeah, there's... it's very much kind of like slice of life kind of stuff. It's just kind of like uh, the day-to-day happenings yeah. of this crazy family. And I think that's what was great about the movie is that it was just a big episode. It wasn't like end-of-the-world stakes or anything. I was, was going to just... say, how did they date that jump from being like, you know, we need a movie of this? I guess it's like with The Simpsons. The Simpsons movie that's what was I'm thinking. a very similar sort of thing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel so like the Simpsons. Sorry, has the show ended then? Was this like no. we're doing the film because the show's done? No. Right. I think they did the film because the show is is probably at its height of popularity. Like it's as popular as as it's ever been, for sure. Right. 
They were I had like never heard mummies. of it either until I saw it on, it was on Netflix at the time. And I was like, I love like adult animation shows. And I was like, oh, this looks fun. I'm all about Big Mouth for some reason. That's the only one I love. I love Big Mouth. And that's Me it. too. And nobody else watches it. Will thinks it's weird. I love Big Mouth. <laughs> that's because it's got sexual references in it. And Will's um, oh. super scared of that. Have you, have you watched Human Resources? No, I haven't. It's that so was it. Funny. That's, that's, all, that I, that's all I've got. I've got Big Mouth. I watch Big Mouth a lot because I am a 12-year-old human, 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 human Resources is like a spin-off. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, I'll watch yeah. that. Because, yeah, I got Will watching it, and he he loves it too. This like our when we just yeah. want to like lay in bed and just watch something together. That's what we do. The question I have is: Do you constantly think, "Shit, I need a burger now"? <laughs> is, that, is that a problem? That's just that's just how I'm I live thinking my life. right now. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Have you got have you got like an In and Out burger or something, or like a Five Guys or like something like that nearby, just in no. case? Just got regular places. Oh, that's a shame. Like McDonald's, Burger King, Jack's. Jack's has good burgers. No, no Shake Shack around the corner, no. No, no, they don't have any of the high kind of. Uh, We're getting a Whataburger. Uh, the, the contemporary like restaurants. Yeah, they're getting a Whataburger though, so it's improving. That's good to hear. Y'all make your peace <laughs> with Will. He's probably going to die when he moves here. <laughs> I will be rotund, my friends. Definitely, definitely that is going to happen because um, <laughs> whenever Will goes to America, the only thing that he ever posts uh, is food. Ever. So when, when he comes, when you, Sam, when you come to the UK, true. Sam, when you come to the UK, we get lovely photos of you on the London Eye, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stealing, stealing, stealing other people's champagne or Prosecco, right? Um, we get lovely photos of that, which is really nice. It's like, oh, look, look, Sam's in the UK. This is lovely. But when Will, Will goes to America, we didn't get any of that. We didn't get any of that. We're just like, look burger. yeah, look at this burger. Look at this new iced tea that I've got look in the biggest this, can you can buy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably my fault because I'm like, where do you want to go? I take him like wherever he wants to go eat. That's probably my fault. I'm just like, yeah, let's go eat this like 2,000 calorie burger. Sounds fun. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> and and yet, you know, after eating all those burgers, Sam still believes that my body is a temple. Oh my so. god. Oh no, we're not oh. back to that. We're not back to body as a temple. I think oh to, you should go and listen to Yeah, I to, forgot uh, to tell you that. It. Yeah, his his body is a temple. Yeah. <laughs> if the temple was the temple of burgers. <laughs> you do love his burgers, that's for sure. I do, I do love the burgers. And talking of burgers, and what we were talking about, Bob's burgers. Yeah, sorry. It was just like it was just like uh, <laughs> it was just like a, an episode of the show, but with a huge budget. You know, like the animation was a bit better, the songs were a bit more big because they they do have like they big musical show, so not like a musical. But they would have comedy songs in a lot of the episodes. And there were two comedy songs in this one, and then a third kind of comedy bit of song, bit of talking, which was great. And just, I don't know, man, it was just Bob's Burgers in the cinema, and it was great. Yeah, it really was. But, like, it was like a regular episode, but you also get to learn, like, like a secret, I guess, about one of the characters, something I had always wondered. <laughs> And I just thought it was really great that they did add more into the movie that like it was a regular episode, but then it, there was like this really sweet thing there at the end 
and that's what yeah. made me cry. Adding oh, to that. adding to the adding to the lore. Yeah, well, I might watch season one. So there's 13 episodes of season just, one. Just watch the first episode. Each. The first, the pilot episode is my favorite, and that's all it's going to take really? to sell you. I'm like that. I'm friends. I I hear you. And um, <laughs> where where would I watch this now? Where do, is it on Netflix? Did you say Disney right? Plus, James. Oh, sorry, you did say Disney <laughs> Plus. Wow. So they have got another. Sh- they've got they've got another show. Wow. This this an one. Who and knew? they're not that long. They're like thirty minutes, not even like twenty something minutes long. So it's not yeah, like yeah. But you your adverts, to... your adverts are about four hours long. So for us, it'll be like eleven minutes. The show. <laughs> awesome. Wow. Brutal. Brutal. <laughs> just the silence after James's advert uh, joke. Sorry, so I watch yeah, a lot of American sorry. football, so it's not your. I fault. have a lot of thoughts it. in my brain, guys, but like putting it into words is really hard for me. My my brain moves faster than my mouth. I get that. <laughs> I get that. I know. I know you're desperately trying to get away from Will, but your brain moves faster <laughs> than your mouth. Get away from him. Yeah. <laughs> you can't find the words. Your brain is telling you that you should, but your mouth just can't. Yeah. Can't Two and a half years in, I think I'm. Uh, I think I'm not going anywhere. He's done a lot of, a lot of stuff to like make me, perhaps question, but like. <laughs> oh please! Oh, oh my gosh. gosh! Please do tell. <laughs> uh, funny, I don't mean. See what not. I mean, like. My words can't, I can't say what I'm thinking. I know, I know. Because I've been trying to shake Will for about a decade. No. <laughs> I just keep reeling for 20 years. What I meant to say, listen, what I meant to say was like all his quirks, if I didn't like them back then, there's like I wouldn't be here now. So I love him for who he is. Yeah. I agree. You are very lucky. I love Will to pieces. <laughs> Me too. He's his not, body's a temple. Not... And it's, all, it's all sexual, just so you know. It's all sexual. Yeah, same. Oh. <laughs> on that note, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> on no. that note we're going to change direction. I think. <laughs> yes. No, he's 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 a wonderful person. Bit of a weeb, but you know, <laughs> just a bit, just a bit, just a bit, just a bit. I love who he piece. is, and I'm glad. I'm glad he's comfortable in who he is now because. Yes. Oh, if he's watching a sex show, like he. Just... <laughs> I think it's oh, sweet when he's show. just like, yeah. "Oh no, oh." <laughs> <laughs> the boys make him watch the boys. Oh, I don't anyway, want to see that scene again. Anyway, yes. Anyway, sorry. Um. So yeah, unpacking Bob's Burgers movie, and the one thing I wanted to mention is a game I started playing last night and love it to pieces already. And it's called The Little Witch in the Woods, which is also in Game Pass. I think it's like a, like it's, it's not really, good old yeah, game early pass. access. Hmm? Good, good old game, game pass. pass. Yeah, I don't buy games really anymore unless I really am hyped for them. <laughs> do you know what? Do you want to know something? Sixty dollars a game. Like I really want to play the Quarry, but it's like sixty dollars. You know, I had a look the other day uh, on my purchase history for Game Pass. And I've had it for about 13, 14 months, and I've only ever spent £9 on it. I don't know what you're doing to keep getting these pound months. I just keep getting, like, the thing to do is just to not renew and wait a few days, and then you just go back on, and it's there for a pound. It's genius. Yeah. That's right. Genius. I am the system. Anyway, sorry. Genius. I love that, Ben. I love you. But that, um... (laughs) (laughs) The Little Witch in the Woods, kind of like Stardew Valley, another cozy game. Um, 
it reminds me a lot of Stardew Valley, though, for sure. But, but witchy. Yeah, but witchy and cute. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm it's not, definitely got gonna... some Stardew Valley vibes. Yeah. Say, yeah. Ben's just like, Ben's ready. He's looking him up at the moment, at the moment of discussion. But it's like, it's like you're this little apprentice witch and you get stuck in the woods and you're making potions and gathering ingredients to make the potions and selling them and trying to help the village that's nearby. It's just really sweet. Nice. Well, that's, that's it for me. So I'm going to have to mute myself a second because there's another giant truck coming by. Whoa. You didn't. You didn't really do a very good job of that, mate. Yeah, sorry, you pretty yeah, much. I was, I, was, I, was, I was explaining yeah. it for too long. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sam, what's your song for the uh, for the playlist? My song for the playlist is "Creepy Crawler" by Zombie Girl. Okay, we've reached the moment oh, uh, dun, where dun, dun, everyone dun, switches dun. off. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you can stop listening now. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Another awesome mum. Thank you yeah. for joining you. I appreciate you. <laughs> So I was listening to you guys talk about the stakes for Obi-Wan Kenobi, where he, you're, you, you as the audience already know his, his fate, you know, you know what's happening to him. And it leads beautifully into oh, what I want to talk about. It really I know where does. this is going. Okay. Now, you guys are just getting the TV shows for Star Wars, right? You're just getting them now. You're kind of getting into that zone of, like, some are more disappointing than others. <laughs> Imagine starting with a disappointing one. <laughs> and then, is this and then, Picard or is this... Then, I feel like we're going Bacardi. I'm, 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 I'm putting all my we, money on Picard. Are we going Bacardi? You're about to go, you're, we're about to go broke. Yeah. <laughs> are we, are we about to discover? Are we about to discovery? <laughs> That's so it's animated. God, you guys are so far away. You, why would you know about this? But anyway, there is a captain in Star Trek history that we saw for one episode well, two episodes, I guess the pilot of the original series of Star Trek, and then a few episodes in the original series of Star Trek, we saw what happened to him. His well, name is Christopher Pike, and he's captain of the Enterprise before James T. Kirk, and he's also the uh main character i guess of what? star trek strange, strange new, worlds. new worlds yes and it kind of it kind of goes in with how you know a character kind of knows his fate because we know what happens to, to christopher pike he is paralyzed and is in a wheelchair forever but the way they've gotten around this the way they've gotten around this is by not making the show about kind of oh you know we already know his fate they've added that pike knows his fate okay pike found out his fate in star trek discovery and so the show is more about pike coming to terms with his fate like he knows he's going to be paralyzed he knows exactly when he's going to be paralyzed he knows exactly what he's going to be doing when he's paralyzed and why he does it how right? did he find that well, out was it the wouldn't force you, wouldn't you not do that now wouldn't oh my god no, no. right so so wouldn't, to... you, wouldn't you be like well i don't fancy being paralyzed at that point in time maybe That's well it's his fate. It's his fate. There is no getting around it. By He had to go, basically, in Discovery, he had to go and get a crystal from a Klingon monastery. And by accepting the crystal and touching the crystal, he was he was shown his future. But by touching it, he had to accept it before he'd seen it, right? So, but they so really can't needed, change it. No, basically. he can't change it. They really, they, re- they really needed this crystal for some bullshit. They really needed to like hammer it home. Like, Discovery. yes, yeah. he's going Just, to not die in this show, but he knows it. Discovery's just ruined everything, you know. So Discovery, I can say it now that we've got good Star Trek, is a bad Star Trek show. 
back. But what Discovery is a bad Star Trek show. I think it's my least favorite. I thought favorite. you'd already. I, take that back. I, don't, I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's bad, but I feel like I feel I'm like a head it's, out. It's it's I'm a head out. Sam really likes Discovery. So, and so, I, you're, and I, so I, what I, you're saying is sorry. What you're saying, Strange New Worlds is is good Star Trek. Yes, it is. It is right. So, so Strange New Worlds it's better than Discovery for sure. This, this has been a problem for all of the new Star Treks. Is that they're serialized shows, right? So they have one big storyline throughout the entire, for the entire like season, right? So you're always waiting for the next bit. That's not been Star Trek historically. Star Trek is episodic. Yes. Right? And Strange New Worlds brings back the episodic. Now there are there are threads that continue on through the show, like character threads. So character growth and things like that. But it is monster of the week. It is episode of the week. There's a different storyline every week. And it is glorious to finally be back in my comfy little Star Trek area where it should be. I've got to say it. Is, is, the there, best... another, is there another Spock? Is this another Yeah, so Ethan, Ethan Peck is the character actor that plays Spock. And he this is like... It. This is like after the events of Discovery, kind of season after after season two, yeah, and then before the original series of Star Trek. So it bridges the gap, I guess. It's it's bridging the gap between those two shows because they're very different, obviously. Uh, and Discovery is now <laughs> Discovery is now way in the future. Discovery jumped to like way beyond any Star Trek that had, that had previously happened, right? So it's it's way in the future. It's all all brand new stuff. And it's fine. I just think the storytelling is a bit... There's a lot of filler episodes. and uh, yeah. as, a, as a Star Wars fan, can I ask a question about it? You can. <laughs> Based on the conversation we had earlier, where we're now three Star Wars shows deep. Yeah. And we've got we've got Andor, Andor coming soon, August 1st or whatever. Mm. How many Star Trek shows have they made over the years? Uh, okay. Over the years? <laughs> I mean, I'm probably really like scared. 20. I'm really scared. Probably like, probably like 20. So you've got you've got it's original not. series, next generation, Voyager, Deep Space Nine, Enterprise. No, 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 I didn't say list them off. It's less than ten. Google. I think it is exactly ten. Yeah. Oh, so you're telling me we're gonna get ten Star Wars shows? Oh god. And in between yeah, those ten, ten shows, ten. how many films have you had? Twelve thirteen. Not including the originals, originals like like I'm talking of recent, like in the oh, last decade. Recent three. They're actually and they were a while ago, weren't they? They're yeah, actually, they're, yeah. Chris Pine is pretty damn great in those, I have to say. <laughs> there is another one in the works, but Star Trek is a television show. Let's be honest. The Star Trek movies were just big episodes of the television shows originally, right? Like I, I got to the... tell you, those, those were the only things that really got me interested in Star Trek. What, the <laughs> films? Because of Pine? No. Is that no. <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't even think he's attractive. No, no, but I'm just saying, is it those films that got you into the shows? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I think that's a lot. Of, that's the case for a lot of people, though. That's the case for a lot of people. But yeah, anyway, Strange New Worlds is peak Star Trek, and I think it's interesting that Pike knows his fate, and it's more about him dealing with his fate. And you've also got Spock in there. You've got characters from the original series that were only minor characters then that are the chief medical officer now, for example, because the, the crew is different from when from when Kirk had the Enterprise. And I don't know, just these episodes are so good. They're bringing back like, villains from just that you only saw in the original series, like and they're making them scary. Like the Gorn is that classic gif of Captain Kirk fighting a green costumed man, right? They're it's ridiculous. just a man in a rubber costume. 
but they made the Gorn terrifying in this new show and you never really see it you never really see the Gorn but it's just like a monster in the shadows now you know they, they make it scary and oh, just the way the Enterprise looks is that these sets they've like taken inspiration from the original 60s show and weaved it into how kind of Star Trek looks now for like 2022 and it just blends this retro futurist style is so good and just I don't know man Captain Captain Pike is like the best captain He's like the he's such a cool dude, you know. He's he is just he's oh, a real bro. I love, him. I love him, and I also love how his hair gets an inch higher every episode. Like just a, just bigger hair every episode. It's great. <laughs> it's great. It's that's just it. natural growth. I guess it's just natural growth. Yeah. I guess that's just how hair works. Uh, that's, that's how that such works. A weird, <laughs> such a weird takeaway. I think they should put it on the. You know, if they have released this on like Blu-ray. <laughs> on the back, on the back, they it's should be like, like animorphs, but it's Captain Pike's hair yeah. getting bigger. His hair gets longer every episode. <laughs> uh, I mean, different strokes for different folks, Will. Right? And you yeah. love the things that you love, and you and I, we, I love the things. That's how the world works, right? With people, apparently. Apparently, that's the thing. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Uh, that people <laughs> don't love the things that I love, but apparently, people love different things. And I love that you love this. Oh. I will never watch it in a billion years. <laughs> no, I've never seen a Star Wars TV, a Star Wars. I wish I hadn't. Maybe I've never seen a Star Trek TV show. But I'm loving that you're loving it. It's great. I think, like I always say, this when I talk about Star Trek on the podcast. But we are in a golden age. That like Discovery is a bit mid, but all the other shows like are so good. And we basically have Star Trek every week. We've had Star Trek every single week for about a year. Maybe if you count like Discovery, Picard, and then this, there's been and, and and Prodigy. So yeah, we've had we've had Star Trek every a new episode every week for a long time. And where does this air? Where does all this? Where do you see so all this? Paramount Plus? Oh Paramount God! Plus. Well, yeah, Picard, Picard, and like the animated one are on Amazon Prime, right? But Paramount Plus launches in the UK on June twenty second. But yeah, so Strange New Worlds. Bringing Star Trek back to its glory days for a lot of the OG fans. I mean, it, there can be like slow episodes, but there are slow episodes of Discovery. So, yeah, loving it, loving it. Uh, and oh man, what else do I have to talk about? Okay, it's a game. It's a game, guys. A game. I, I don't. I don't play video games. That I was going to say, you don't play games. I don't. I, don't. I really play Destiny Two at Football Manager, and that's it. Right, those are the football two. Manager, that's yeah. a shock. Hello, yeah. I know people, people don't expect me to play football manager. I feel like I don't come across as a football manager kind of guy. No, you don't uh, at all. No, you'd be like <laughs> Ted Lasso of football yeah. manager. Um, but this game, I was really, really excited to play it when it was announced and came out. But I just, it was expensive. I felt it was expensive for what it was, and it finally came out on Game Pass, you know, a little while ago. And it just sucked me in, and I loved every second. And that is Life is Strange True Colours. Ooh. Yeah. So we all know Life is Strange. It's kind of like a, an anthology series of games, I guess, where kids have powers, people have powers, unusual powers. And they're very kind of cosy games, and they're very kind of, I guess, like uh, young adult fiction style games, I suppose. But um, or at least the first two, I would say, were definitely that. 
True Colors, though, new engine. It's a new team developing it. This game is beautiful. It is set in the Colorado mountains, and it is a beautiful game and a beautiful location. Uh, I loved spending the time in the town that I did. Like, if I could take a game and make it into a real place, it probably would be this game, uh, Haven Springs, I think it's called. No, oh god, I forget what it's called, but it was—it's uh, a beautiful town. I'm gonna have to look it up while I uh, continue to talk. Give me one moment. <laughs> this is this is Square Enix, right? Yeah, so it's, it's Square Enix and uh, somebody else. Uh... So Square Enix are the publishers. Yeah, Haven Haven Springs, Haven Springs, and it was developed by Deck Nine. What else have they done? Uh, not much. Uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm and Life is Strange Two Colors. That you might. I, I'm trying to think of any other games. Rally Cross Two for the play, original PlayStation. Oh, wow! <laughs> Supercross <laughs> Circuit. Uh, Neopets: The Darkest Fairy for the PS2. Neopets. <laughs> That's a throwback. Ratchet and Clank Collection remake for PlayStation Three. Nice. So this so, is so, so this is the, the third. Is this the third game? Well, is that right? Is that third yeah, game? this is well. Yeah, one, two, three. Technically, the fourth game in the Life oh, is right. Strange series. Have you played them all? Have you played them all? Is this? I, I've played. I haven't played them all, to be honest. I didn't play Life is Strange two. Right. Right. Okay. Now that was, surprises me. So I thought yeah, you were really into these games. I like. I really love Life is Strange, the original. It's a classic, and Life is Strange Before the Storm is a very good kind of slice of life, kind of time as well. But Life is Strange Two just didn't grab me as much. The story oh, so you seemed have started it, but you just never the story it. seemed yeah the story seemed lacking compared to the the other two. And I think that's I think that's the general consensus for Life is Strange Two, to be honest. But yeah, this one. So you're Alex, and she can see emotions. She can see people's emotions as an aura around them. And she's been she had quite a bad kind of upbringing. Her parents kind of uh, her mum died, and her dad just couldn't couldn't deal with raising two two kids so uh, her brother went off to college and uh, because Alex could see emotions she thought something was wrong with her so she she's been in like a like a mental institution until the beginning of the game when she's kind of realizing that it's actually kind of like there's not something wrong with her it's a power you know and to kind of tell you the story of the game how far are you in Sam because I don't want to spoil it for you <laughs> Um, well, I kept crashing on my PC, so I haven't. That's right. It's, I downloaded it on my Xbox. That's right. That's right. So to kind of get into the meat and potatoes, the, the, it would reveal the big kind of thing that happens at episode, the end of the, like chapter one, that then floats the rest of the story on. You can go ahead. I'll be right back. I won't listen. Okay. Okay. So basically. Sam goes, I'm sorry, Sam go, Alex goes to, to kind of live with her brother in this beautiful town. And she's kind of like getting, getting to grips with things and her powers and stuff. And then um, her brother's kind of girlfriend's kid goes running off into the, into the quarry and gets stuck. And so they go out to rescue the kid and uh, Alex's brother dies, which is what puts in motion the rest of the game. And uh, it's trying to find out like who, like, like, like what, what happened? Because he dies because the mine blows up a bit of the mountain, and they told them that they wouldn't do that. So why, why did they set off these explosions when they knew there were people, there were people around and things? It's the mystery, right? 
So uh, that is kind of like the story of the game, and it's just it's very it's kind of so slate based. It, so it's so. like a small town kind of, and then they're trying to unravel this sort of yeah this mystery story this, this mystery of, of what happened and it is it's so it's small town there's like lots of like role-playing elements like a uh, role-playing what do they call it larping lots of oh, yeah, yeah, elements. yeah. So there's a day there's a day where the whole town is doing a larp for the kid because obviously his you know dad's been killed and uh so they're doing a big larp and you have this whole day where everyone's in character and things like that and it's just really wholesome and really sweet and you know it has a Great soundtrack, like all the Life is Strange games do. Really good, like indie songs, indie soundtrack. And kind of for the first time, kind of romance options as well in the Life is Strange game. There's only two, but they were they were done quite well. They were done quite nicely, which I think added added kind of a bit of spice, a bit of flair to the game. And uh, yeah, the graphics are amazing compared to previous Life is Strange games. It is beautiful on PC. It has ray tracing. Oh absolutely stunning game and i just loved it i fell in love with the world and the characters and everything did you have you played the add-on pack then well the add-on pack is uh, not not very good as far as i've heard it's just uh, kind of you're in charge of a radio station and you have a few dialogue options but basically right. you're choosing which music to play which is a bit of a shame because i feel like they could do so much more with these characters and uh, this this town so i imagine there's a lot of uh interacting with pcs and stuff like that like npcs where they're talking yeah about, yeah so there's not about really... like different things that are happening in the town and stuff like that yeah it's very much it's like just... uh, your choices matter kind of game like a telltale yeah, game, yeah except yeah. Uh, your choices actually do matter unlike a telltale game yeah very square so <laughs> yeah kind of, sort of squarey kind of game really yeah it's but just it sounds, it sounds good it sounds really good I it looks it. amazing yeah, it is pretty. It is but then so I pretty. think everything looks amazing these days. So. <laughs> yeah, you haven't played games since 1998, have you? So, right? Exactly, yeah. I'm, talking <laughs> eight, I'm, I'm going 8-bit here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. My computer was very loud while playing it, which can tell you kind of how hard the, uh, the ray tracing was working. But I think it added to the experience, the ray tracing, the ray traced lighting. Graphics. Are you playing that on Xbox or PC? Yeah, it was Game Pass. It was Game Pass Oh, Game Pass, PC. sorry, yeah, yeah. Game Pass on PC. Although I think the ray tracing does work on Xbox as well, if you have an Xbox Series X. Series X, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and it's obviously available on all platforms as a paid game. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I was just really blown away by it. It really made me quite emotional at times because you really do delve into, like, Alex's past trauma. And, uh, yeah, it was it was great. Loved it so much. And I really haven't loved the game that much since, like, Mass Effect 3, so... <laughs> Wow, that's been a minute. Yeah, yeah, loved it. Okay, I think I think that's me. I think that's me. I did want to just mention really quickly: Kirby in the Forgotten Land is an amazing game, <laughs> and I love every second of it. I didn't think I would, but I played the demo, loved it, got the game, loved it even more. Kirby, that's I have cool. a plushie of Kirby now. I'm in love with Kirby. <laughs> he can eat me. Oh. What is the big Switch game coming out this year? Because everybody just seems to bang on about how uh, uh, pri- uh, um, Metro Prime 4 has been pushed I mean, back forever, and so has Zelda. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet are coming out this yeah, year. That probably, well, is, yeah, the that probably uh, is the big game. Yeah, I don't know, actually. Switch don't have much at the moment, but they don't need to, because you can, you can pick up any one of their old games, and it will be just as amazing and magical for you as it was when it originally came out. And it will also still be 50 quid. <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> yes. They do not reduce their games. Nope. Particularly first party. But yeah, that's my stuff. That, awesome. that, is, my, that is my stuff. 
for the month. There's been a lot, to be honest. It's been a big month. You know, I could have talked about Doctor Strange. You know, there's so much. There's so much. There's so much we could have talked about. Which I have not seen. Shocking. Have you not? I have not seen the first Marvel film I haven't seen in the cinema since Marvel began. You absolute uh, nutter. It's pretty dark. Oh, it is dark. It is dark. Which is pretty, uh, pretty crazy to think that. I can't even think. There's a lot. There's a lot going on this month, though. That I'm excited about. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, there's uh, light years. Yeah. Listen to breaking it on. Uh, listen to breaking it for our review of the XL15 spacecraft. Nice. Good segue. Well. Plug. Um, just to talk about my song choice really quickly. If, uh, Sorry. Yeah, I was about to ask you, what's your song for the month? So I haven't mentioned this, but a big deal a big deal happened pretty recently uh, in the world of music. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this little contest called Eurovision, but uh, the United Kingdom placed second. <laughs> <laughs> the United Kingdom placed second in Eurovision. I'm getting teary-eyed just saying that, guys. I actually only found this out about three days ago. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know this until someone I, mean, I was like, this say what? I think we would have won in normal we would circumstances. Have won. We would yeah. have won in normal, normal yeah. circumstances, absolutely. But how did we come second? Like, we were ostracised ourselves from Europe. How the hell did we come second? We had a great song. We had a great... But that's really not like what Eurovision is about, is it? It is, it is, James. You would love Eurovision now. I really think you would. Do you know what? Do you know what? I have, I have talked oh, shit don't about... Don't say it, Ben. I don't have, say it, Ben. I've talked shit about Eurovision <laughs> on this show so much. But my, say, my my girlfriend loves it, and she made me watch it this year. Wait and... there, wait there. Ben's got a girlfriend. Yes, <laughs> and <laughs> and we watched it, and I fucking loved it. What the hell is happening? Was, oh my god! You watch it. The thing is, you don't watch it unironically. Okay, you have to watch it <laughs> and know that it's going to be shit, and you just laugh at it. That's that's the thing. Not... Don't watch it seriously. Well, Will watches it seriously. You, you, you do watch it seriously. Ben no, doesn't watch no. it seriously. No, ben but you watch it and you just take <laughs> this out of everything, and it's just great. It's even hilarious. Graham Norton doesn't watch it seriously, and he's commentating. Yeah, that's exactly. true. That's true. Exactly. <laughs> See, I do know that much. No, I didn't know that the UK came second. I was shocked on a political stat, like political yeah. soapbox, that we came second. I didn't it's think that was a proof. possibility. It's proof that you know, if you send a good song that's with someone that can actually sing that song, and on. he was, and he's a really nice bloke, and everyone yeah. really likes him. Yeah. Oh, and if you do, if you, if you, if you do, that I've yeah. annoyingly sat around thinking, is that a man or a woman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam Ryder. But also, you, you know, if you do the press tour, like Sam Ryder went to every country in Europe to sing his song on a primetime television show. If you take it seriously, Europe will take you seriously. Yeah. And uh, that was proven. Oh, so my song is uh, Spaceman by Sam Ryder. And it's a great shot. It's a great song. It I've is. never heard it. I should listen to You'd it. You'd like it, James. You would like it. I really think yeah, you would. Yeah. Spaceman, wasn't that done by... Uh, <laughs> <in> the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Eurovision happened and I was in shock. Sam had fallen asleep by this point because she was here and she'd just arrived. She'd just arrived, you know, that day yeah. on her flight. Yeah. I was dead. I was like, babe, wake up, we're winning Eurovision. <laughs> How do, were we ever in the first position? Yeah, for the whole yeah, yeah, yeah. time. It was only the, the last the voting. No. change of the yeah. rules or whatever. I can't I can't remember what So so the way the way Eurovision votes now is that the jury votes are announced when all the people say, Oh, twelve points go to this country and then the public yeah, vote yeah. Is announced separately by adding them on to the end. 
right? The public votes. And we got a lot of public votes as well. Like it right. wasn't just the jury that, that, that made us second. We got a lot of public votes as well. So how many how many points from first were we? Oh, a hell of a lot because Ukraine won. And Ukraine they had, they had got highest, every everything from the public vote. They had the highest public yeah. vote in the history of Eurovision. Yeah. Well, I wonder why. Yeah. I never worked that's, out why. That's, that's what we mean. We would have won in normal times, but it was just... Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I didn't get that. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. We were, I mean, still, we were only like two hundred points away from first place, which you know, to be fair, is not a huge gap if you look at past Eurovision results. Second's like, better than last, like it was last year. Yeah. Well, they'll, they'll, they'll always be last. <laughs> that was depressing. Uh, I thought Russia would be last, though. No? Russia did not compete. They, they were not allowed. Yeah, they were allowed. See what's happening now, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I understand the world, the world uh, impact of what's happening right now. Um, oh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. I love about Eurovision. It's Even great. like it's being a American, it's a spectacle. You know, I, I hear I hear Eurovision songs like when I go to the grocery store now, and I'm just like, "That's a Eurovision song." Yeah. It's big. Everybody it's big. The only it's Eurovision big. songs that I hear is the one from the excellent movie with. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing I know about Eurovision, <laughs> yeah. and I watch that movie at least once a year because it's so frigging great. It's so surprising to me, James, that you don't watch it because it seems like your kind of thing. It seems like your kind of thing, like Eurovision. The, the actual show. That's the thing. No, because, you can't watch uh, it seriously. That's the thing. I think that's the thing you know, that a lot of people get wrong. You got to watch it. Do you and know what it is? Do you know what it is? Uh, this, I'm going to say something massively controversial. Right? <laughs> this would be the reason I'm not invited him back to the show. <laughs> oh God, I don't really like Europe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care for the Queen and seventy whatever she is. I don't know what it is. Um, I don't care for all of that. I was. I think because I was so growing up so American, all the music, Star Wars mm. thing we've talked about, etc. I kind of identified myself as a teenager as being American. <laughs> <laughs> so the last thing I ever want to watch is a bunch of like I don't know, really oh. cool, whatever they are, stupid idiots doing European and it's pop songs. So it's European, like, it's so... I can't. I'm about to blow your mind, James. I can't do Europe. Opposite. I don't do Europe. I'm about to blow your minds. You missed the American Song Contest this year where 50 states competed to, uh, no. to, to become the best. The that best was state. a thing. Oh, yeah. compete to become the greatest of the world. The greatest state. But yeah, that, that was just before Eurovision. Oh my God, that would have been amazing. That's on Hulu. <laughs> I, should, I should watch that. Was it terrible? It I was a different it. format because they did it week by week instead of all in one night. Yeah, it's like American it. Idol. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a bit is, more like X Factor style. That's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, Eurovision. I had to mention it. it. Had to be done. I couldn't. I couldn't. Good job. I couldn't not. Okay, and there we are. You listener have reached the end. Congrats! Thanks for staying this long. 